Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of The Keel Show. I am your host, Alex Keel, alongside me, the Inside of the Insiders, Tyler Keel. We are live here on 12 Ounce Sports. You are watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Zingo TV, Channel 761. Sign up for free today using the promo code 12 Ounce. That is 1-2-O-Z-O-Z for our Canadian listeners or proper English. Yes, proper English, Alex. It's a thing. Get involved today using hashtag TKS at The Keel Show. If you have any questions, hit us up in the chat during the live show or in the comments. We'll do our very best to answer them. If you are not watching us live, you must be listening to us on your favorite podcast or on The Keel Show YouTube page, getting the good old Keel Show replay. Can I just say you are humming through this right now, and you are on point. I am rocking it. I am Actually, not on caffeine. No, I've been, I've been trying to get off of caffeine, but we're doing it today. It's because, Alex, why is it because? It is because the fact that you are wearing your awesome, cool, look at this awesome, cool shirt, the Cool Show shirt. You have merchandise. Go on teespring.com slash storage slash the Cool Show. Make sure you throw those dashes in there. I have to say the address because I realize that our podcast listeners probably don't see the graphic that we have for our show. No, they do not see it because so, they listen. That's how that works. But we should probably introduce our guest, Alex. We we'll get should. to our sponsors later because this guy is here. He is now, and you see him on the screen, Alex. Ladies and gentlemen, being on the show with us, talking about some of the, you know, the cup stuff, because there's a Stanley Cup playoff going on. There maybe, is. maybe the final. I'm not sure. But he is here making his fourth appearance on the show from, he is also on 12 Ounce Sports World Hockey Report. Please welcome Cody Jansen. Hey, Cody. How's it going again, man? Fellas, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I think this is the first time Alex has talked to Cody because I've had Cody on so three times, obviously. Being his I fourth. mean, you could just say him, just talk to you. Well, okay, yeah, he's talked to me a few times. This is your first time with Cody. Yes, this is my first time with him because he's here in the conversation. How are you doing, Cody? I'm doing great. That's I, fantastic. I really can't complain. We still got hockey. It's September. It's nice weather out there. So uh, really nothing's wrong in the world right now. How are, how are things up in Berta right now? Everything going all right up there still? Yeah, we still got uh, another couple days left of summer up here before it snows, so uh, it seems to be all right. Yeah, I was about to say, we, we're starting to get the chill down here. Well, I guess by chill, we mean like 50, 55 degrees Fahrenheit, so that's like 12 degrees up there in Canada. Cody, you know, the reason why we have you on, of course, is because the finals, we have game six tonight. I was so ready for this to be the the Stanley Cup Championship Parade Show or the award show, the take home, the go home, the go home show. This was going to be it, but yet we are here in Game Six. Cody, what has been your your take on this series as a whole? Because obviously, under the circumstances, it's been incredibly odd given the bubble, coronavirus, everything. But overall, the play on the ice. How do you think this series has played out? Oh, it's been exciting. I mean, you got the two best teams in the league this year. It's, uh, you know, I think that they balance each other out in a sense that Tampa is definitely run and gun. They're high flying. They're young. They're skilled. They're fast. And Dallas is just one of those experienced veteran teams that gets it done. It's not always pretty, but I don't know. Game five kind of felt like hockey karma. If that's something that you're into, like, you know, I, I mean, everyone's on different sides of the, the penalty fence. I enjoyed game five a lot more just due to the fact that there was only three penalties in the entire game versus game four, where it felt like we didn't go five minutes without a penalty. And I mean, say what you want about the Ben one. I'm not in favor of it. I, I, I don't think that that's a necessary call where it really doesn't have any effect on the actual play itself. So 
maybe it was hockey karma. The, the Dallas Stars are able to squeak one out, and now I think it's uh, they've got some momentum. We'll see what they can do with it tonight, and you know if they're able to get out to a good start. I think, you know, we, we could be seeing a game seven on Wednesday. That's a possibility. I mean, when you look at the the Ben penalty, the obviously the the worst part about it, for me at least, because I, I'm kind of rooting for the stars at this point. Because you picked them and you haven't won a you haven't you have not picked well, Alex. <laughs> I have not picked well the I playoff, am no. the TKS playoff prediction champion. Yes, me. We know. Yes. I gotta make sure everyone remembers that. But no, no the, but. The, the, the the worst part about that entire sequence is the is the clip of him right at the end of the game after the goal and he's just sitting there and he just get, he gets to watch he gets to watch his team be put on the brink of elimination on the brink of coming so close to achieving your childhood dream and then having that taken away from you because for those of you that haven't paid attention it's been a while since dallas has been in the cup final it's been even longer by a year since they've been champions so with everything that's going on, it's obviously it'd be a good story for Dallas to get a break and get a cup win. Um, but another player, an older gentleman on the team, someone that they signed a few years back, Corey Perry oh, last year, but yeah, it's been a few years since 2020 yeah, no, started. No kidding. Tyler. Yeah, I guess, I'll give you that. But, but Cody, looking at how Corey Perry's been able to help this Dallas team, scoring twice um, in game five alone. Including that game-winning goal that woke me up from my sleep because <laughs> I fell asleep. You, good job. Oh, thank you. Well, I, okay. I, I, I I'm sorry, we can't be like Cody and it's local time there. For us, it's like midnight, one o'clock, and we're raising a dog here. It's a little tough. <laughs> it is a little bit tough. But especially for you as someone from Alberta, how much do you still hate Corey Perry, <laughs> even though he's producing this well? <laughs> I, I, I love Corey Perry. You know, I'm, I, I've always... I, I've never been. Uh, I, I love hockey. I'm not a team fan. I, I'm not. I don't have any jerseys in my closet. I'm not attached. I'm not losing sleep over one team. I just love the game in general, and I I love how Corey Perry plays. I, I love how Joe Pavelski plays. I, I think that both of them, they they, they kind of do things that most guys won't. And whether that's get to the dirty zones, whether that's stick someone in the nuts, you know, whether that is you know lay a hit, fight Matthew. You could shock to open up playoffs. Like that's that's what I love. And I mean, call me old school, whatever. That's what I think of hockey, and that's what I think of the most effective players when it comes time. And you know, it's really for from my perspective, it's not what do they do during the regular season. I mean, you're paying these guys for what are they going to do in the playoffs? And that was the thing. Perry hadn't been in the playoffs in a while in Anaheim. I think it was 2017 was his last one. The whole running with the Oilers and everything. Yep. But, you know, the same, same thing for Pavelski is, you know, they, they, they need a change of scenery and you, you put them in a, the right spot. I feel like they've uh, brought that whole winning attitude to Dallas. And, uh, you know, you brought up Ben earlier, and this was a point that I had made on our show today was I really expected a lot more from him in game five. Didn't everyone else like game four, you take that penalty, you sit in the box, you cost your team a chance to even up the series essentially. And I mean, like, like it or not, the penalty was called that, you know, Ben was the reason that they're shorthanded. I expected a lot more from him in game five. I, I, I really didn't expect Perry and Pavelski to be the difference makers to be the reason we're at three, two in this series. But for Dallas, I mean, there comes a point in time where Ben's really got to step it up and say, has got to do more than just, you know, chip in with a couple of apples here. Like, you know, they got to start yeah. scoring. Radulov has to be better. 
you know, that's the, the, there's little things where Dallas has overwhelmingly underperformed and they're in a three, two series somehow. So, you know, the hockey world's a weird one sometimes, but that's how we play the games. Oh, 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 okay. I guess I'll go ahead. No, you're you're right. Especially with, with regard to Jamie Ben's uh, output, he definitely has been looking a little bit, um, I guess just lackluster. Un- he's just lackluster. Well, I would say. And the thing about Sagan is too, because he hadn't scored. He think he had scored one point since I think it was Game Five against Colorado. I think it was. He had not done a whole lot. The fact that he's been able to put five points on the last couple of games is a big deal. But Cody, you chimed in on the Thursday edition, the Quick Shift edition, the second to last Quick Shift edition of the Kula Show here on Twelve Ounce Sports. You asked me, you know, do you think is Hudobin Cinderella run done? And I said, I don't think so. <laughs> but then game four happened, and I'm like, well, but then game five, he plays a little bit better. Do you think that Hugh Dobin was able to kind of redeem himself in that game five win, or do you think that was just a little bit of puck luck there for the Dallas Stars? A little better? He stopped 39 out of 41. Hey, <laughs> I'm a, just saying. Goal, well, that's okay. That's okay. For the record, that in the cup th- finals. that's double. That's double overtime, Cody. I mean, geez. I mean, we've. Exp- I mean, you and I have stopped a few shots before. You have that much time. Hopefully, the other team gets forty shots on you, or else the other team's not doing their job. But to your point, yes, Udoban did play a lot better in Game Five. Funny, funny story. My first ever junior hockey playoff game, ninety-two saves, triple overtime loss. How are you? I lost three-two. Let in a goal from behind the goal line in the corner. That was uh, that was uh, that was a heck of an ending. Chalk that one up to fatigue, there, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that, that's a great start. But yeah, we had to play the next day as well, back to back. Gotta love it, junior hockey, nice little four hour bus ride. Oh yeah, gosh, gotta love. I mean, but looking at the goaltenders in the series, Vasilevsky played, I'd say, pretty good in Game Four as well. He, I mean, he wasn't perfect, but he made a bunch of big saves in the second period. Thirteen saves to keep the game pretty close at that time when Dallas looked like they were starting to take over. The goaltending in this series, it's been Vasilevsky, who was everyone's always like, hey, that's a Vesna Canada every year against Dobby, Hugh Dobin. I mean, who do you give the advantage to in this series? Who do you think has played better between the pipes? Yeah, flip a coin for that one. No, I, th- I think that, you know, it's it's really come down to whatever goaltenders is going to be better is, you know, the, the team that comes out, out on top and in, in these close games, it, it really is that important where, you know, we're not seeing massive swings or anything, but if Hudobin's going to be able to outplay Vasilevsky two more times, Dallas is going to be lifting the cup. It's as simple as that. You know, you, you can say, oh, well, it comes down to the coaching style of John Cooper. It comes down to Rick Bonus's coaching style. I mean, you know, show me a good goalie. I'll show you a good coach. It's it's really that simple where, man, I mean, you know, if Vasilevsky's able to, you know, make a couple more saves than Hudobin tonight, it's over. You know, it, it's just over. Dallas can't overcome that, and neither can Tampa. I mean, if Vasilevsky lets in a few soft ones, they're done. We got a game seven. So realistically, both of these goalies have been fine, but they've also had their downfalls. They've let in a couple of softies each. And yeah, who, who really knows? I think that the start's going to be huge. I mean, if Dallas can get up to nothing again, then they have to do a way better job of locking it down than they did in game four. But also that comes down to who Dobin making a couple of extra saves for him. Well, I honestly, that's probably, I couldn't say any part of that better than you did right there, but now taking everything you just said and putting it into context, Hedo, Hedobin versus Vasilevsky, 
Do you think that the Bolts are going to get it done tonight, or do you think that the Stars can hold on with the help of our favorite house elf that is now free and take it to Game 7? Well, if I knew the answer, I'd be a millionaire by this point. Probably, which is only like about, that's only about 650 grand here in the States. Let's remember that. A million dollars in Canada. (laughs) Yeah, the the dollar is definitely a joke. That's a very fair point. Um, Guys, honestly, I, I... I, I, I like Dallas. I I really just think that there's something about this team. I can't put my finger on it. I love how fast Tampa is. I love guy like I mean that Sorelli kid. Oh my goodness, he's so fun to watch. Like he can forecheck on my team seven days a week, twice on Sunday as well. Like you know, it is unbelievable to see him fly around the ice. Braden Point is the you know the best player in the Eastern Conference. You know, he is unbelievable what that guy can do. Victor Hedman's been phenomenal. So it, it, it's ridiculous for me to even bet against Tampa at this point. But I think Dallas has got another one in him. I, I do. I, I really think that Jamie Benn has another level. I think that Radulov has another level. I think that Haskinen has another level. I do worry a little bit about their defense and them having to go down to four or five guys you know, it, it definitely is something that wears on you when you're dealing with a four check like the the bolts can provide. But I, I think Dallas has got one more in them, and I think uh, you know it might take overtime again. There's a very good chance we're going to be staying up late again tonight. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'll go with Dallas in this one. Probably you know a three-two game. Maybe we get to overtime again. That's a good thing I had my cup of coffee before the show. Geesh. Last question before we let you go here, Cody, because we know you're a busy guy. You got all sorts of stuff going on, but. In the whole context of these playoffs, and obviously these are going to be remembered, and I'm not going to say they're going to be the what Matt Duchesne called the COVID Cup, but the fact that they were played inside a bubble, the fact that they were in a unique set of circumstances, but on the ice, do you think this series will be remembered? Because it seems like there's with each series, there's something people remember about it. Do you think this series will go down in the annals? I wouldn't say the greatest Stanley Cup final ever, unless it does go to seven quadruple overtime, but... Do you think if this series ended tonight, if the Bolts did the thing as I knock on wood, do you think people will look back and like, man, that 2020 Cup, what a series. Is that something you think people will look at this as? 100%. I mean, we've got a couple of overtimes now. And, you know, I, I joke around. I call it the COVID Cup as well. I think it's funny, but really 5, 10, 15 years down the road, no one's going to remember that this game wasn't played with fans. I, I, I truly believe that that is not going to be of significance when you look at this series. I mean, it's it's kind of like if you think about it, like, oh, in 2007, what rank did the Anaheim Ducks win the Stanley Cup in? Like, no one really remembers that unless you're following the team closely. I so, do. Uh, I remember, I remember, I remember hand, that. Put but, your uh, hand down. <laughs> okay, well, you, yeah, you guys are just geniuses right then. I guess I'll just uh, hang up now. But no, no, it's like no one, no one really, I don't, I don't know how to put it properly, but no one really gives a damn that this isn't being played in front of the fans. I think the product on the ice is really what matters. And I think this has been a great series. As I said, I think these two teams match up against each other perfectly. You know, we, we, we kind of really, we don't know what to expect. And that's, that's the best thing is, you know, if it's two high flying skilled offenses, you can kind of expect a, you know, five, four game most times, but also these, these teams can play a one, nothing game tonight. And I would not be shocked in the least bit. So it's really been a great series. And honestly, yeah, I, I, I want to see this go seven. Come on, give me more hockey. It definitely has been a fun series to watch, especially 
like you said, with a couple overtimes already, and potentially we could have another one tonight if we really wanted to stay up late. But it's definitely been some fun hockey to watch with or without fans and with or without COVID. But, Cody, we will let you get back to your ever-so-busy schedule. Make sure to check him out at World Hockey Report at Janner31 underscore. Catch World Hockey Report Mondays and Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Mountain Time here on 12 Ounce Sports. Cody, thanks again for getting on the show today and talking some cup hockey with us. Not a problem, fellas. Have a good one. You as well. All right. Cody Jansen, ladies and gentlemen, making his fourth appearance. Always a fun guy to talk to because he's a goaltender, too, and that's why it's always fun to kind of bounce that stuff off of him. I will get to Cody's question. He, we do have one in the hashtag AskTKSBank. We'll save that for the second half of the show. How about that? Fair enough. Since, well, since we're sticking with the Cup in the Stanley Cup Finals, it's kind of an interesting question, too. It has nothing to do with the NHL, though, so it's kind of funny. Fair enough. But before we get into that, we do have to mention our very, very wonderful sponsors. Today's show on 12 Out Sports is brought to you by Second String Leather Company. There you go. Second String Leather Company. Get 10% off when you bundle any apparel item and a hat. Enjoy the incredible look of Second String. Second String Leather Company crafted from the crease. Hashtag crafted from the crease. Today's show is also brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Bet on all sports, win, and get paid using the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS and join free today. That is 120Z space sports. Please know how to spell sports. If you, if we, if we, Alex, I think you need to spell it out for them. Okay, it's an S. Oh, I can do it already. It's an S with a P and then an O and then an R. You can't see my leg. Then a T and then another S. Flex on it. I feel so thankful. For all of our podcast listeners that don't have to see that, I'm so <laughs> thankful that they don't have to see. Well, they that. see that. See, it's funny. Like I do the twelve out or the second string leather thing in the my book. You think I'm like people are just probably like, why is he grimacing when he's talking about this yeah. stuff? Yeah. No, it's not me grimacing, folks. It is Tyler just being. Well, Alex is Tyler. Alex is groaning. He's not grimacing. He's groaning. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but. You know, before before we started the show today, we decided that we wanted to talk about Cody and get or talk with Cody and get his opinions on everything. And then, I would and lo- then, I and then the- we would get you know into our little spiels. That'll be a su- that'll be a summer well a summer show an off season show with Cody where we like take time to like really sit down because I because we we're catching him doing the show live in the middle of his work schedule. So I'm like we got to have like a massive sit down like it's one of those hour long conversations we have with some of our other guests. Because that would be fun. Cody. I mean, we have a two and a half hour show. Well, I think look, we he's wor- he's always working around this time, so I feel bad. So I think in summer, we're going to set up, like, it'll be like a Sunday where none of us are working. And we're going to be having mimosas, and we're all going to have a great conversation. You're telling me you want me to do a show on a Sunday? That's a Sabbath, son. <laughs> That's Saturday. Sabbath's on a Saturday, isn't it? The, Sab- the Jewish Sabbath is on a Saturday. I thought... No, I thought Sunday. Sunday is a day of rest. <laughs> Sunday is a day of rest. Wixie gets it. Wixie yesterday napped so much. She napped hard, man. Like, no, you keep it, talking. But, keep talking. Stop worrying about what I do on my Sabbath laptop. And, Go on. No, Go Sabbath in Christianity and Sabbath in Judaism are two different things. Look up Sabbath, but the Jewish Sabbath. That's is, on a Saturday. Well, am I Jewish? No. Christian Sabbath. Boom. Well, I'm trying to think of um, Big Lebowski, Walter. Remember, he always he doesn't do anything on Saturday because it's Sabbath. 
Because he's Jewish. <laughs> no, he's not Jewish. His ex-wife was Jewish. But well, you know what? Like, Give so, him another extra day of rest. You're watching your ex-wife's dog while he's, she's going off with her boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> that's a great movie. Big Lebowski, ladies and gentlemen. It's the best. Well, hold on. Kingpin or Big Big Lebowski. The best bowling movie ever. It's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. Okay. And? And it's got Sam Elliott. Okay. And? It's got Jeff Bridges. Okay. And? Steve Buscemi has a heart attack. Okay, oh, spoiler. And? I, it's a great movie. Okay. And? Why are you shooting me down with this, man? Because you try to just destroy my point in saying that this is just a different day. And in all reality, I was still right. I only got that and back because being a, 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 being a being a anyways. Uh, oh yeah, the so the, so let's talk. So let's talk about our opinions with the cups and stuff. First of all, COVID cup. You're right. Whoever wins, I'm sorry. I'm putting an asterisk next. I'm to not it. okay. Hold on. I would. It's uh, different. I would. It say, is different. I would say this. I would, yes, the COVID cup idea, yes, because you're in a bubble, you're in one rink, nothing changes, no fans. I get that. You can do that. I don't like the idea of an asterisk, Alex, simply because of the fact, because these guys, it's the same kind of schedule. No, it's not. They play the same schedule. Days off with sometimes back-to-backs during the series. Back-to-back during the Stanley Cup final, which is almost unheard of, but there's different personal schedules. Yes, dear. Oh, the brats. Oh, lovely dinner. Hey, Kelly turned on the grill for the first time today. Oh, goodness. It's Kelly hand with the brats. Hashtag Kelly brought hands. Ooh, Kelly brought hands. Brought hands. Mm. It'll look like Kelly brought hands. Are you saying my fingers are fat? She called uh, sausage fingers. I didn't call them sausage sausage fingers. fingers. I didn't say sausage fingers. That does smell really good. Thank you, Kelly. Gosh. We still have two hours left in the show. Yeah, we're 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 gonna need a com- we'll have a commercial break eventually. We'll we'll sure. call you in for that. Oh my god. We'll goodness. bring it we'll do the bullpen thing. Bring in the lefty. Something like that. By the way, oh I should uh, see if I didn't want to wear my TK shirt, what do I wear my Blue Jays shirt? Because the Blue Jays are in the playoffs. Lowest seed in the East. But who or the American League? Who cares? Hey Tyler. Hey what? They don't even play in their home stadium. Shut up. Hey, they won in Buffalo. Buffalo. What does that say I'd be proud of? Uh, yes, the Bills are 3-0, and but... Congrats. It, something good happened in Buffalo. Except wings. But that's not even... Is that even... Is that actually... Yes. Oh, that is okay. Yeah. I just thought that was a myth. No, it's like not a myth. Like the crocodiles in the Nor- New York sewers. I thought that was a it's myth. not really a myth. It's lo- oh, well, it's only a myth if you bring ranch. Then you'll get shot on sight. Buddy, you and your ranch problems. You don't eat ranch with wings. You don't eat ranch with pizza. Yes, you do. No, you don't. You can. You shouldn't. It's a Midwest thing. It's a wrong thing. It's a Midwest thing. You I got a problem care. with the Midwest? You got a problem with ranch? You got a problem with ranch? You got a problem with Midwest? You like you Dippy are, Ranch? You, you are like go, Hidden Valley? You are heading down to Kentucky. <laughs> you like Hidden Valley or Dippy Ranch? Answer is yes. I don't like ranch. Ranch is just disgusting. Yeah, you also don't like onions, and guess what's delicious? Onion. Not by itself. I can't just eat an onion like an apple. Okay. Okay, I put, I put, hey, when I made my fajitas for Cooper and I the other night, I had onion powder in there and it was a good flavor. I just can't eat straight onions. If I taste the They're onion. They're not straight onions. You know what you do with fajitas? You saute the vegetables. I didn't have any onion to saute. I did peppers instead. Just peppers. Pep- I did hey, you know what a red pepper fine? and those poblanos. You know what you actually like? You know what you like what? and you actually enjoy? What? Sauteed onions. I like sauteed I, We just don't have any. Kelly hasn't bought any because I actually may, may have an onion in there. I just didn't think about it. You know what you could have with your brat? 
onion. No, if the brats are good. No, because you and I are going to have this conversation. If the only thing you should ever put on a brat is a little bit of mustard. No. You do not Onion. Need- Mustard. You do not need to dress sauerkraut. Hold on. No, that's it. No, 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 no. Hold on. If we're gonna get into kraut, that's a different kraut story. and brats. <sighs> oh yeah. Um, Saturday night. You want to do Pulaski days? This Saturday? Well, we're not gonna go out, but you, it's takeout. Do you want to get some Polish food? Okay. Pulaski days is a big thing in Grand Rapids, where all the Polish halls around town just just say we're gonna make up a bunch of Polish food for all of you, and you come and get it. This year they can't obviously do dine-in, so they're doing takeout. Quick history fact for everybody now that you brought up Pulaski Day. West Michigan is full of Polacks and Dutch. Don't use the term. Don't use Polacks because that's a slur. That's White racial slurs. Can't use it. Polish, Polish, sorry. Polish and and the and the Dutch. Yeah, you can say Dutch. I'm sorry. Anyways, them. Yes. But no, you think fun that- fact. Grand Rapids. Cody Jansen. Oh. My man Cody, he's in there. Look at that. He's in the chat. Onions are overrated. You spelled overrated wrong, but who cares? Woo! You're supposed to put them together, Cody, but who cares? He's right. Onions. Overrated. Well, Thank you, you. You have your heart attack. I'll have good heart health then. Hey, we hey. A I, is I, the first letter of the alphabet. What do you want? Hey, I ain't here a for a long time. I'm here for want? a good time. Onions overrated. Goaltender sure. union, Cody. Let's do this. Anyways, um, now that I was thinking about it, yeah, no, I think I've talked to him before. I think I've done a show with him. With Cody? Yeah. Trying to think. I think so. I looked, I counted them. The first time I did it was by myself. That was when... um, Oh, yeah, but by the way, Grand Rapids, just full of immigrants. But then again, everywhere. All of the United States. Anyways, uh, cup final. Oh, yeah. And Alex Alex is over here afraid that we're not going to have enough time for it. Yeah, here we are. So this is what I'm going to say. Um... The asterisk is not necessarily to mean that it was easier for teams because I some people have made that argument that it's been easier since they don't have to worry about travel or they don't have to worry about um, kind of certain things regarding like personal scheduling and that kind of stuff. Only, only on the basis that usually when it comes to playoffs, teams don't have a lot of personal time by themselves with their families. Obviously, they can be able to sleep in their own beds, which is, you know, a little bit that they can get, but it's not to an extensive point. It's it's completely different from them being isolated in hotels, which the reason why I would put an asterisk against it is the fact that it is far more difficult. So it would be an asterisk of asterisk next to it being a note to the fact that the 2020 Stanley Cup was played in a bubble in Edmonton, away from fans, away from family. And all the players had to be isolated and quarantined into hotels, making it more difficult. Not saying that the asterisk is necessarily a bad thing, but it has to be noted. It's the same reason why any Stanley Cup that was won in a lockout year where it was a shortened season, there should be an asterisk there, Ty. There there is, Alex, because... Yes, there is. And you want to know why? Because the season was different. Things change. That's why the Hawks only won two Stanley Cups and the Devils only won two as well. Which the is first another, one. First which, one was a lie. Which is another reason uh, why it, there should be an asterisk. Except, has, has there ever been before this year a 24 team playoff? No. No, because I'm trying to think of how. The, no, there hasn't. You want to know why? Because, Momo, because they were, well, I don't. The most there's ever been before this year, it was 16. And there was four before that, and way back in the Challenge Cup days, it was literally, hey, 
it was literally a wrestling match. It would be a bunch of, well, they were more gentlemanly. Imagine the villains coming up. We challenge you to a match for the cup. That's well, how they did it. Yes, because that's how it works. It's it a challenge so, cup. You made a challenge, and then and the a, champion and played for and it. And unfortunately, there's no glass shattering, no awesome entrance. It was just them walking up and just tapping the Ottawa Silver 7. We would like to lose 30 to nothing to you guys in three games. And they said, you know what? All right. The Austin City Klondikers like, we have dog sides. We're tough. <laughs> You're playing the Ottawa Silver 7. You ain't winning squat, buddy. Or as they would say, you have no chance, the young scallywags. I'm just trying to think of how they'd say it back in the early 20th century. That's all. I don't think they would use the term scallywags as that was more pirate term. Well, you little rat. What do you? Uh, what's the other one? Good, um, sir. You no. would speak to your opponent with honor and dignity. Good, I, sir. I believe that you have the cup. And I do would you like bite your thumb at me, sir? <laughs> do you bite your thumb? No, I do not bite your thumb. Just, <laughs> just go full Shakespearean on them. By the way, Cody Jansen likes the sweater. He likes, he likes your sweater. Well, good. You, gotta show you know, you know, it's, you know it's, what it's, happens it. to people that wear the sweater? They look cooler. They figure out that onions are not overrated. No, Cody, it's a lie. Don't listen to him. He's lying to you. He's lying through his tooth. He thinks he wears a Kraken hat. Teeth. He he's teeths. Uh, cup final, Alex. Should we break? Let's break down some of the stats from the game. So, because we Jamie, Ben, where have you been? Are you, uh, you really? Did, yes, because I wanted to talk about this, from I, but I was waiting for my point with everything. So you look at Dallas. So let's talk about Dallas. Me. Well, let's, let's quick run. Well, through, no, 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 I, well, no. wait, I don't think we ever said the games. Five, four Fine. overtime game, four for Tampa, double overtime, three, two. Can I quick tell my overtime story? What overtime? St- Does it have to do with your dumb dog? No. Well, she is in it. So here's, oh, here's why I'm, I, <laughs> folks, you can skip about five to seven minutes. It's not going to take that long. Okay. I'm counting. So the first overtime happens because the game would have been on Saturday. We had just had the overtime the game before. I had to wake up early because Wixie woke up early. Kelly was working, so she didn't know anything about it. So I'm up from probably 5.30 in the morning straight through, and I, I was doing work for this. I was doing some work for other sites I was writing for and prepping stuff for Davenport. I was doing a bunch of different stuff all day. So then the game goes to the first overtime. I go, okay, here we go again. But I'm staying up for this because I am ready to you know, celebrate for Tampa because that's been my pick. And all of a sudden, it goes to a second overtime. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll just let me just set my laptop here. I'll just lay down for just a second, just to kind of you know get ready for the second overtime. Out like a light, and all of a sudden, I hear scars, Perry, or whatever Doc called it. But Doc woke me up, and I'm like, I said a lot of words after that. Poor dog woke up because I jumped, and then we were up for another couple hours trying to calm the dog back down. So long story short, yes, I missed the last bit of the second overtime. I watched it back, so don't think I don't know what happened, but that's my overtime story. You want to hear my overtime story? You didn't watch one darn diddly bit of it. No, I watched I watched it. Oh, okay. No, after... Because that would have been a horrible story. No, after I got home, I, uh, I went and I watched the... I started the third period because me and Katie were watching... Uh, Da Vinci Code while you were watching the game and stuff. So, so you know, we, we kind of watched. Right, because you guys were... The first two... Cause no, well, no, that was, no, that was game four, because it was Friday night. Was that game four? That was game four, because I came home. I got home because I was no, doing... Okay, okay. I so was then, covering so high school football. So then game five then. Game five yeah. then. Okay. So I forgot what yes, I was... They decided they wanted to watch the Da Vinci Code instead of watching hockey. I had my laptop, God bless it. You were supposed to be home at nine, so I don't care. Well, game got it's high school football. It gets done like as long as no kid gets injured, the games are done pretty quickly. Kelly said nine, but anyways, I digress. 
So I forgot what I was doing, but I turned I st- turned on the game at th- the beginning of the third period, and I watched it until the, I think there was about ten minutes left, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm tired. I'll just I'll wake up tomorrow morning, and I'll find and out watch what, the Tampa I, Bay Lightning and left the sound, and I'll find out whether or not Tampa won." And then I oh, wa- you would have known. I would have called you. And then I wake up, literally about ten seconds before the goal is scored. So I woke up. Like picked my head up and was like, huh? And then Dallas scored and I was like, oh, okay, good night. <laughs> Turned the TV off. Harry again. Can and I, it was the dirtiest goal ever. Dustiest goal wasn't the dirtiest. No, du- it was dirty. Dusty and dirty are two different things. There was no it was penalty. Nasty. There, there you go. That's better. Gritty, nasty. Gritty. It wasn't even that gritty. It was just the it was, guys, ladies, you playing hockey. And you're in front of the net. Keep your stick on the ice. And good things happen. And put that garbage in the net. If you don't got a big heart, a big bag of knuckles in front of the net, you, you don't, don't got, got dinky do. do. Yes. But I... But no, look. So, okay, now that you got all the scores and stuff out of the way, and you got your overtime all t- story... All two of them. I got my story out of the way. I want to talk about... Story the, time. I want to talk about the stars first. And I want to talk about the older players. We're talking about the stars of the stars or just the stars that score like stars? We'll start with the stars of the stars, me being the high-paid guys. So, first of all... according to an executive, suck. First of all, congrats to Pavelski scoring his 61st playoff goal, becoming officially the most... He is the only... He is the... How do I put this? The all-time leading American goal scorer in NHL playoff history. Bingo! That one passes, why, why? passes Joe Mullen why and because well, it's sometimes how that works with oh, getting syllables. Okay. Words out, words, words go. Passing Joe Mullen and uh, Mike Madonna. Mike Madonna. Well, Madonna was like Madonna was like fifty-eight. Still though, it's not he, bad. He was he, he passed him. He passed him in this series, yes. But just saying, yeah. congrats to him. Thirteenth uh, of this playoff. So. He's been doing great, and honestly, I think he's going to play a huge part in, you know, Game Six tonight. Potentially into Game Seven if that decides to happen. Tied with Braden Point, by the way, thirteen goals. They both lead the playoffs. Right. So obviously, those are the two top point getters for each team. So Pavelski, you don't really have to worry about. Cody talked about how Sagan and Ben haven't really been performing that well. Honestly, Sagan's kind of been taking me as he's he's kind of reverted back to how he was playing when he played with Boston. When I was watching that game, especially in that third period, he he played a lot of dump and chase. He played a lot of trying to skate fast, holding the puck deep in the zone while the team while the stars got to change because that's another thing that needs to be focused on. I don't know what you're doing. There is so. World Hockey Report just tweeted this. It's a, what in the Carol Baskin is this? It's two cheetahs going after what, is that like an apple cut Stanley Cup at the Bush Gardens? I don't know what's happening there, but there are two big cats eating a Stanley Cup. It's It's got to be some sort of fruit. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That but, was very distracting. Or maybe ice. Thanks, Cody. Know. Distracting me during my own show. Um, But, God, where was I going with this? Oh, yes. So, Sagan started, he's been p- kind of playing similar to how he used to be in Boston, where he would just hold the puck in the offensive zone while the rest of his team, you know, got a line change. Because that's another thing that's been really hurting the Stars is bad line changes. And 
Cody talked about Look how you getting all analytical and because stuff. I pay attention to the game. This is what yeah. happens when I actually watch this hockey. This is what happens when you watch sports, folks. I could tell you exactly what the Lions did right yesterday because I watched the whole darn thing. No, this is the honestly. This is what happens when my I've been able to fit my schedule so I can actually watch sports. I actually can talk about them more. It's not like last year. So where what you're telling me, well, actually, wait, where it's, it's not like it's it hasn't been like the past two years where I've literally just had only the time to watch the highlights and be like, yeah, no, this guy scored, this guy scored. Trust I me, can, that's how it would have been for us again because well, we have spring sports. Well, right, but yes. that being said, so he's been kind of. In, he hasn't been blind. It's has he hasn't been bad. It's just the fact that he hasn't been able to get points on the board, which goals on the board. Right. Sorry, yes. Yeah, that, five, that, sorry, he said five sorry, assists my, last two games. My apologies. I don't mean to make my, you feel bad. You're when, I say, when I say points, I usually mean goals. I don't really count assists as points because they're apples, even though on the stat sheet they are points. Yes, I understand. But Jamie Ben, specifically in game six, just keep rolling with me on this. Game five. Keep rolling with me. Keep rolling with me on this. Game five. Jamie Ben. Cody said it the best he possibly could. He just hasn't been performing. He, you know, with everything that went on in game four, he should have been, you know, in the face, putting everything that he has out there. But he looked sluggish. He looked tired. He wasn't taking draws, you know, as he should have been. He was getting bumped out of the circle, and when he did get bumped out of the circle, he really shows why he is a centerman and not a winger. There were so many times where Pavelski would be popped right into center, into the center spot for a faceoff. He would give Ben the perfect opportunity to get an offensive draw uh, opportunity shot on net, and Ben went literally the exact opposite way of where he should have been. See, that's why I just I, I love the fact that Team Canada base, like, hey, where's what we're going to do? We're going to get a good goaltender, Gary Price, Four good defensemen and Mark Edward Vlasic, and 13 centermen. That's really how they build their teams because they can put guys that can win faceoffs on the dot. They really don't care about the wings jobs. Like, all right, just, all right, if you're listed as a wing, stay on the boards. Sorry, didn't almost mean, mean to hit you there. You did hit me there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's how they run it. But here's the thing Ben played, I think Ben, we, we can't harp on Ben too much because he played extremely well in that series against Vegas. I'm not, but we're not talking about Vegas. We're talking about now we're talking about the bolts and that's why we're series. And that's why I don't think enough people are saying where's Miro Heiskanen because he has been absent for the last two rounds. I, I he's, couldn't agree more. He's been quiet. He has been distant. The crowd, the empty crowd, there is an echo in for the fanfare of Miro Heiskanen this, this round and the round before. But yet there's still the piped in crowd isn't cheering for him. Anton Hudobin, and it's funny how like you know, we talk about how good Dobby's been and he played big in game five. I just I love the fact that he's able game to get four got murdered. Game four <sighs> murdered. That's why when I said like after when Cody asked me the question of his Cinderella's Cinderella run is done, and I said, No, it's not, but then he plays game four. I'm just like, Well, I'm wrong. But then again, there were twenty one shots in that second period of that he got know. pummeled. It he was got, a shooting gallery. It was. And a you know sh- what? All the shots were going in. Not the good. Se- good this was second period. God. But I mean, they were able to just come from behind, and Dallas able to continue to do this thing. And they don't need Sagan. They don't need him to score the goals. They don't need Ben. They just need guys to show up. When Thomas Gurley is scoring goals, you know you're in a good spot. When this kid named Yoel Kiviantra 
give you Ronta, I know. When he's stepping up, that's big. Guys that are no names, guys that are bottom six, guys that park their butts on the fourth line and have a ball there, those are the guys that end up playing big moments. Now, yes, you want your star players. That's why Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, those guys are just working for Tampa. But it's the play of guys like Blake Coleman, Barkley Goudreau, Patty Maroon, Kevin Shattenkirk, who is going to make $7 million now just because of this one season again. He's going to be a high-paid defenseman. He shouldn't, though. Alex. Well, actually, no, flat, flat cap may ruin it, but Alex, in a different time, he gets 8 mil next year. You know it for a fact. Well, in a different time, but you know what? We're in this time. Flat cap, so maybe he will only get 4 or 5. Regardless, Should be those are the guys that are stepping up. Now, how can Tampa respond? Because that is a debilitating loss, but the nice part is between Game 5 and, I guess, a Game 4 loss for your Dallas is that you didn't have the next night to bounce back, but you have a day off to rest you have pretty much played three games in a two-game span. It's about because it was only about halfway through that yeah, second overtime. You're right, but they're able to relax. Like, all right, we know what we got to do. Because think of it this way: the Lightning were nowhere near close to winning in 2015, and a lot of those guys weren't there. Hedman was there, yeah. Vasilevsky was riding the pine, watching Ben Bishop pull his groin. You had who else was on defense? I think Strawman was still there at the time. Not in. I think Braden Point was a rookie. Or he was very young in his career if he was playing at that point. I'm not well, right. Actually, no, I gotta look it up because I don't think he was actually. But but No, here, but, but hold on. Let me I'm I'm almost there. Imagine all those kids, no matter what. No, he was not there. 16, 17 was his first season. Glad okay. I looked that up. But none of the like a lot of these guys, this is their first chance to actually clinch the cup. To close it out. And yes, they've won a lot of series before them, but it's a different being trying to not just win a playoff series, but win the cup. They have to now, they had a chance. Like, All right, guys, we know what it's like. Now the pressure, not saying the pressure's off, but it's not at the front of their minds. Like, oh my gosh, we can do a thing tonight. Now they're like, all right, let's go play a game. Play, because it is the most routine, the most dumb answer you ever hear in a presser. You know, we just got to take it one game at a time and it's just another game. Yes, you say that with the mics in front of you, but when that puck drops, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, my gosh, it can happen. It's a circus. It is. Your brain goes nuts. And people that I love, like, oh, these hockey players, are they know what they're doing. No, the, trust me. Players have emotions, too. They may not show it in the camera and the lights on, but guess what? They know what it's like. You see players get razzed. Some players crumble in these situations. But Tampa now, John Cooper, hasn't won a cup, but he's won in the pro level before. He said, all right, guys. We know what we need to do to win a single hockey game. And you have a lot of leadership in there. Stamkos may not be dressing. He may, he's, he's, done, not going, he's done. He's done. It pains me, but it's he's true. Not, he done. is done. But he's going to go in that locker room like, guys, listen. And he, people listen to him. He's the captain. Victor Hedman. Hey, guys, I was there in 15. It stunk, but we know what we need to do now. You have a lot of players in that dressing room that have experienced the loss, have experienced the embarrassment, especially all of them from last season. These guys know the pain of losing, which is why it makes them a bigger and better candidate to win, which is why, Alex, it's still going to go to seven games. <laughs> Maybe. Well, here, here's my... I still think Dallas is going to win tonight. Well, here's, here's what I'm going to say about this. Tampa is in a better position to win tonight than they were in game five. Yes. No doubt about it. Mentally, physically, the whole night. You games. have an extra day of rest. You just... Honestly, just decompress. That's the heart. That's the best thing you can do, especially 
in their situation is to decompress that. And then you also take into factor that they were told before game time that, oh yeah, by the way, Stam, Stam Rikos is out again. So that probably, I think that was a little bit more, I think that was a little more known. I'm pretty sure that that should not, the way no, well, game but, three ended but, for it. I think that should have been a little more obvious. But it, just, it was probably it was probably obvious, and it was probably one of those things that you know after the game was over that it, well it's like I'm mean, Stamkos is not going to be able to you know play tonight or play tomorrow night whatever. But it's still got to play some sort of mental factor that everyone was excited. Stamkos scores in his first game back, and he's and gone. the the bench goes ballistic, and then he's gone. That that kind of takes that has to take some sort of mental toll. At the very least, it kind of distracts them. So now they understand that this game, no more Stamkos. That sort of distraction is gone. There's nothing that they can do else. There's nothing else that they can do. The burden of Stamkos playing of whether or whether or not he's going to play, that burden is lifted off their shoulders. They don't have to worry about it anymore. All they have to do is, like you said, they have to play a game of hockey. All they have to do is on one side of the ice. Try to put the puck in the net. On the other side of the ice, don't let the puck go in the net. It's that simple. You sound like the manager from Bull Durham. It's baseball is a simple game. It you really throw is. Throw the ball, hit the ball, if you, take you it, catch the ball. <laughs> you, if you take any sport and you break it down to its base level, it is super simple. It's all of the strategy behind it that makes it complex. Football, you run that way with the ball. Basketball, you put in that little hoop. Baseball, you hit it and you run around the base. Hockey, you put the puck by that big leather-looking dude and into the net. But you, you Racing, see what, you, you race see, around really, really you fast. You see what I'm getting at, though. If you take everything, oh, take everything out of the scenario, these players have been playing hockey for decades now. They have the muscle memory. All you have to do is play the game. It's yes, it's I a lot. Wait till John it's Cooper. a lot more complex than that. It's a lot more, you know, actual getting strategy. You know, especially for Tampa Bay, where their strategy is hi, we're going to hold the puck at the point and find a situation where we can get two offensive players, two forwards, right in front of the goalie at the one point, and then make him just not see the puck at all. And then, by the it's way, throw in that. What was it? A ninety-five mile an hour blast. To get the Bolts lead, that was... Uh, Mikhail Sergachev. Sergachev's goal. By the way, freaking amazing shot. I don't know how it went in, but it Foot did. off the ice. Glove side. Foot off the ice. Glove side. Great it was shot. glove side. And Sergachev's never been a guy to shoot the puck. Well, yes. If I, I can't he was wa- stoked. I want to see the Quest for the Cup, the ESPN Plus Quest for the Cup doc that series that they're doing, whatever. I want to see that right before game six tonight. John Cooper, walk in there. All right, boys. Well, it's a tough one the other night, but here's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to score more than they will. All right, let's go, boys. <laughs> just hey, up. it's a damn good speech. You oh, yeah. It's, um, it's to the point. Points line, gets- Hedman's pairing, and let's go with McElhaney. You start tonight. Why not? No, no. Don't play with my emotions, Ty. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> oh, no, it, would be, it wouldn't be Stone Cold Steven Stamkos. It'd be the gong. It'd be Curtis McElhaney rising from the dead. No, it'd like be, The Undertaker. No, it would be <laughs> it glorious would. by Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. He has a <laughs> But McElhenney is so humble, though. Like, he's not that kind of guy. McElhenney, I don't think... You don't think him being able to win the Stanley Cup, he wouldn't be, give me all of the glitz and glamour and the robes. I don't think he... I don't... Has he ever said a word? Like, I've never, like... Then again, I've never... Yes, have you? I've I've never watched his pressers, but he doesn't seem like the guy that would ever speak. 
That just seems like him, though. He's kind of like a Craig Anderson guy. I'm still kind of bummed about that, that Ottawa's not going to bring him back. But I understand. Why? He sucks. I understand. He's well, not good. It's similar to what Detroit's doing, except Ottawa, I think, is in a better position than Detroit is. Well, yeah, but, because how many picks do they have? We'll get to, they, mm. I think they have seven. Seven in the first two rounds this year. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of better off. I still think they should trade one. No. I think they should trade one. Nope. Well, who was it from? Hey, Ty, do you want a team to have a future? Oh gosh, who was it from? Picks. Who was it from headlines that that they said may trade one of their first round picks? I think it would have been Detroit because Elliot Freeman. Detroit talked about is not going to trade their first round picks. Well, Did, Tyler, I we just listened to the Steve Eiserman interview, or at least you heard like the first few minutes of it. I watched the entire thing the other night. By the way, can we just? Well, we'll, we'll get to Steve Eiserman and all that stuff later. And by the other night, I mean last night. When, I'll uh, find the headlines clip from the other night, but I'll find it later when we get to actually talking about the, the trades and the draft picks and stuff like that later on in the show. Still talking about the cup final tonight, eight o'clock puck drop six o'clock for folks like Cody out there in the mountain time, you know, local time that probably won't fall asleep. Right Eastern away. by 6 p.m. No, no. 8 p.m. 8 That's o'clock better. prime time here on the Eastern. That's seaboard. what p.m. stands for prime money. Then what is AM stand for Alex. All the money. <laughs> that's where the morning shows go. AM. All the money goes there. That's where that's where the stock exchange is. Oh uh, yeah. All the money, 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 money. You want to hear it? Beep, 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 beep. You mad, know what show I'm talking about. Mad money. About. Yeah, mad, mad money. money. Didn't I wasn't I the one that showed you that? You well, I saw it before. I didn't know what ma- you can't say the name of something that I don't know. But you're like, hey, look at this. The, the like, guy, oh, yeah, I've seen that. The before. CNBC guy that just makes like a bunch of like, who is literally a who should be a meme. I I think he's a very under. He was meme before memes were a thing. I'm pretty sure he already is a meme. Ty, can someone post a meme, a Mad Money meme? If, post a meme in the chat. Is that, I don't. Where are all my gamers at? All, the chat, all, boys? all of our Canadian or any of our listeners from around the globe are like, who the heck? Mad Money is a pretty much it's a money economic Wall Street show where a guy in a awful like rolled up white shirt with a half down tie is just slamming buttons on a board, yelling, "Get this stock! Everyone's got this stock! Your grandma's got the stock!" Bah, bah, bah. That's like how it goes. he's going ballistic. He goes ballistic for two he hours. He goes ballistic like missiles. That man has a two-hour show, and we can barely get two and a half hours here at 12 Hour Sports. No, he's got a two-hour show. We do two he and a half hours. Me, he has two and a half-hour show. We have two and a half-hour show once a week. That man is on every night, I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We should go every night, Alex. No. Three hours every night. First of all. Seven to ten. First of all, we don't have that much content. Second of all, no. <laughs> Third of all, Refer to number two. Refer. You just ran out of options, or no? Well, okay. All right. So before we go to break, Alex, we should pick how we think. Well, I said it's going to go seven. Dallas and seven is what I said. Right? Is that what I said, or did I say you Dallas said you six? said stars and seven? I said Bolton six. So is that what I said. And here's the thing: I say Tampa's going to win, but I feel like the I feel like Dallas is going to win tonight. It just seems like this series needs to go seven games. Because for my financial investment, <laughs> Dallas needs to win. <laughs> financial investment. I bought a shirt. <laughs> oh, you, did you really? Yeah. Wait. But, but not like this year. I bought a Medano Belfort 99 campaign shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to like, you bought a 2020 Stanley Cup. You lost. Dude, dude no. <laughs> well, that's not, a, that's not a, that that is an L. That's a big fat L. No, I'm, I'm not that With stupid. With her finger and her thumb on her forehead. L loser. 
Loser. L7 Weenie. A foot long. A Dodger dog. A Weenie. Great movie. Great movie. Sandlot. But CSA 7, I just... And Cody, to Cody's right. Cody points right. The Cody's first point? Cody's point. Oh, I thought you said Cody points right. Cody's point was right. Cody points right. You can't pull your mic away and try to talk, Alex. You can't do that. So the first five minutes scheme are important. I'm not saying... You know what? No, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say first goal wins this hockey game. I don't think so. I think I'm not going to now. That does not mean whoever score who doesn't score first is going to win this game. But I just don't think the first goal in this hockey game will have the same merit as it has had when I've said it in previous rounds. This game is not going to be over in the first five minutes. It's important to set the tone, but you're going to have one team then chasing, which will make it really interesting. This game will come down to whoever gets the last shot. This is a basketball analogy as well. I'll ever give it. Whoever has so. Whoever has. Well, if it goes to overtime, you, it will. You want to know why? I don't think so. Why not? It's going to end in regulation. You think it's gonna end in regulation tonight? Tonight's gonna end in regulation, and it's not gonna be the first goal that wins it. It's not gonna be the last goal. It's gonna be the second to last goal, because Dallas is gonna be up by two late in the third. Tampa's gonna score one. They're gonna pull the goalie, and Dobby holds and, the fort. And Dobby holds the fort. I st- yeah, I'm gonna. What time is the football game? What I'm confused. Why are you talking about football? Did I say something? What? No. Well, there is the there is that Monday night game tonight. What time is the football game? Dad, we're uh, what? What football game? Did I say football? Oh, you might have been talking about Northview. Oh, there's a I was I was at Northview, but it wasn't Northview's game. Well, okay. Regardless, high school tails was it Central or Northern? Yes, it was. It was Northern taking on Central. That's funny. And Central won by a lot. Wildcat Stadium, where they do not serve Wildcat burgers. Right well, okay, yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna sell Wildcat burgers when it's the Rangers and the Huskies. That's why I told Rick I gotta be there when they actually have. I'm just Wildcat saying, burger. if Forest Hills people had the Wildcat burger, they might come to just Northview games for they, the Wildcat. No, burger. they would transfer their kids to come to Northview. Northview would be the either. Best. Hey, they become a super they'd be team. They'd better, better than the garbage that they already are. I'm calling you out, Northview. The football winning, program did, sucks. Klikotka, get it together. Klikotka? Yeah, he's the principal there. Is this... All right, his kid's playing at um, uh, da, da, Aquinas. Alex? Is he still a, playing at Aquinas? Well, he was Is playing. he still alive? <laughs> yeah, he's alive. Oh, I thought he was still a druggie. Alex Klikotka... Yeah, he's playing with Aquinas. Yeah. Because oh. I remember he, I, he was playing play last year. Him and, uh, him and Schwantz brothers, one of the 14 boys they have now. Schwantz. The Schwantz. But yes, I think that this series will go to seven. But I like my—I want my pick to be right. Bolts and six. It's the only reason why I like Dallas is because of the song. I people listen. People are annoyed by it, but those are also the same people that are like Ranger fans that hate the fact that they have the Ranger song. No, range people are Rangers fans because they're in New York, and that's all that's good. In sports. I don't know why you would cheer for the Rangers. Why would you live in New York? New York, because it's New York, dude. Like, unless, like unless you're rich, you're poor. Unless you're ri- great job, Alex. That's no, a, it's not. It's a great financial no, analysis. It's not like you should be on Mad Money. It's not Tyler. It's not like Grand Rapids or some like place in the Midwest yeah. where. You know, if you're not making, you know, six digits every single year. Six you're digits not, before the decimal point. Before the decimal point, yes. And after tax, 
you're not just like in poverty. No, if you're in New York and you're not rich, you're probably in poverty. Well, technical term poverty. You may not feel poor, but you probably, you're under the poverty line. I feel like you have to say New York like that. No, because then you're just pulling the freaking, you're just Green Acres is the place to be. Farm living is the life for me. Land stretching out so far and wide. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside. Do you want to go to break? Uh, yeah, we should go to break. Maybe have a bra, eh? Maybe. A is the first letter of the alphabet. What's a, it to you? What's it to you? Well, it could be followed by the B, which starts with, that's what brats start with. Belligerent brats! Because the Bolts are playing tonight. Because they are bad at being Bolts. And I'm hungry for brats. I'm hungry for brats too. Brats. Brats. Let's go. Brats. Let's go get brats. brats. Buyouts next. <laughs> Here on Tell Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am two brats fuller. Oh, That was a good decision, honestly. Thank I told you. told you the second one didn't have a bun. Well, I only wanted one anyway, so I wanted to say more because I want to enjoy my after because Dad and Colleen, they went on their trip to the UP. Kewl Quest, by the way. Be sure to follow them. Kewl Quest here on Instagram or if you're on YouTube as well, Kewl Quest. They're going to have a cool video about their trips to the UP, the Porcupine Mountains and all that good stuff. See, Alex, that's how you do promos. I got a burp. <coughs> oh, gosh. Uh, that, one came, that one was coming up and there was no stopping it. Be sure to check out all their cool stuff. They, if you're a big outdoorsy person, be sure to follow them. They brought us some beers from Marquette. Okay. Yeah. The, remember the, the the one I showed you the grand the grand rabbits one. No, I I saw it. I remember. Yeah. I was I I I'm, I don't have uh, amnesia. You don't have amnesia, but there are times that you just completely forget stuff. Like I'll have to tell well, you yes, a story. Any uh, human forgets stuff. I don't, Alex. Actually, no, I do. I do. Tyler, were you about to say you'll tell me something and then I forget it? You act like half the time I actually listen to you. Half the time we do this show, I wait for you to stop what you're about to s- stop saying stuff, and then I move on to the next point. You're not wrong. I am Ron McClain. You are Don Cherry. Except for you're not racist. <laughs> I'm, uh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm trying to figure out what, well, I'm trying to Tyler, don't say you're racist. No, Don Cherry, I'm trying to think of all the bad, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, if you went back through everything that Don Cherry has said that is, like, Imagine, remember the the infamous, you know, it was a woman getting smacked with the puck, and it's always a woman or whatever at a game talking. Or, it's always a woman. Yep, and her lips. Keep your head up, and you won't have to worry about that. Yeah, and I just, like, could you imagine if that was said nowadays? That would have got him kicked off the air. The amount of stuff he was allowed to get away with because CBC was just shoving pockets or money into their pockets like crazy, and that was back when the dollar wasn't too bad. It was actually pretty good, but, like, that's why. And they realized at this point, I'm like, well, we can get rid of Don Cherry now because he's not making us money, and that was pretty bad. <laughs> was pretty bad? Is bad. Well, it was because he said it, and now he doesn't say it anymore because he's not on there. Now we got Brian Burke, which is a cleaner version of Don Cherry. Brian so, Burke. I say more coherent. A different old white man with more hair, though. With a lot more hair. Do you think Don just losing his hair, or do you think he actually cuts it that way? I think he's old, so he probably lost it. Well, he's, he's not. He's not he's bald. balding. You could tell he's got a buzz cut, dude. He's balding. That well, he's old uh, men bald when they get old. Women Bri- bald when they get old. Brian Burke's gonna have that hair though for a long time, because Burke 
He probably well, gets those hair plug Bur- things. Burke is old. Yeah. Well, maybe. I'm just going to close the window. Sorry. There's people outside and they're yipper yapper and it's annoying me. Even though it does have a nice breeze coming in here, though. That was Kenwood. This is not. Is this Kent, No, this is Grand Rapids. This is technically in Grand Rapids. Technically, you're not. What, in Grand one Rapids. block, one way is Kentwood. The other block, the other way is Ada. Another block, the other way is hey, Ty. Wyoming. What? Hey, Ty, you want me to tell you something? What? You're not in Grand Rapids. My address says Grand Rapids. Well, yes, your mailing address is. But technically, do you, do you pay Grand Rapids tax? No, you want to know why? Because you, t- you should pay Kentwood tax. I don't know what I pay. I don't know. Technically, why. you're not in the city of Grand Rapids. You're in the greater Grand Rapids area, just like how when we were up in on the north side in Plainfield Township. Technically, we were a Plainfield Township address. However, we were in the greater Grand Rapids area, so then whenever we put something No, down, like there's was, a difference between living in Kentwood, the city of Kentwood, and living in the city of Grand Rapids. We live in the city of Grand Rapids, city of Wyoming, the city of Ada. You don't live in the city of Grand Rapids. I'll pull it up right now. No, okay, no, later. You got, start, go off on the news. Well, I will we got, prove you wrong. We got, we got stuff to talk about. Well, this, Alex, the first bit of news requires both of us because it's a conversation piece. Okay, I'm listening. You're, what are you going to do? Fall. Okay, no, because you're pull up a map later. We'll do that after the show when we're both having right now. beers from Grand Rabbits or wherever that's from, Black Keep talking, bug. Grand Rapids. No, okay. I seriously. Need seriously. Pull no, up. start talking about the news. I don't want to talk about the news without you. You got to. I'm, st- I'm right here. I can talk to you. I can multi. You don't even listen to me. <laughs> you never listen to what I say. This is why it'll never work. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'll get to the signings then because apparently, Alex. Apparently. Yep, see, Grand Rapids area. Wait, yeah, kick rocks, but. Okay, I guess you are in the. We are in Grand Rapids, just Whatever. barely. Anyways. Do we want to do buyouts or contracts first? Most can be buyouts or contract signings first. Um, let's talk about buyouts. Okay. Uh, Why not? Yeah. Why so, not? So, so, so you want me to do it? Well, you are the host, Alex. I was waiting okay, for you. Sure. Uh, so Bobby Ryan, good old, good old big baby, big bad Bobby. Uh, no, he's not bad anymore. He's good. He cleaned up. Well, Bill. big, big bad Bobby. It's just B thing, man. It's a B thing. Big okay. Bad Bobby. The Bolts need big bad Bobby and the Bruins to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have his brats, brats, blizzard brats and the Bruins and Baston and the Bruins and Bats and Brutes. Yes, Bobby Ryan, Bill Mas- Bill Masterton Award winner. Bobby Ryan is bought out, and I, you know, that's I, you know, ugh, I get it. From a hockey standpoint, from a contract standpoint, from a franchise standpoint, it's time to move on. The team is going to be competitive without guys like Bobby Ryan. We talked about Mark Borietsky and Craig Anderson not going to be offered contracts. The team will still be competitive because I listed that off on Thursday. It just stinks, though. You know, after the kind of, I mean, even though we've harped on Bobby Ryan for so long for being not good enough and whatever, and we kind of... That's when this whole thing came out about his alcoholism. It kind of like, oh, wow, this man's been struggling, not just on the ice, but off the ice. So in terms of everything, it kind of stinks, but I'm glad it, I guess, <sighs> there had to have been conversations. From all I've been reading, it, this has been a good, a good buyout. Is that, is that a good way it's to put clean. it? It's been clean. It's been a clean buyout, yeah, where the player understands, the team needs to do it. There's a mutual agreement. Yes, mutual understanding. Yeah, mutual understanding, yeah. And listen, because he was making, what, nine? 
uh, 9.75 or 7.25. 7.25. A lot of money for not worth 7.25. Well, and another thing too, you have to take into consideration is that he had a modified no trade clause, no move clause. Because, well, when he signed it, he was, he was big, bad Bobby Ryan. This was the Bobby Ryan. That was a big part of that 20, 2015 team. I'm not going to give him so much on the 2017 team. That was a lot of Mike Hoffman, Kyle Turris. Well, but... his his seven year contract extent, his seven year deal with Ottawa was signed in 2014. Yes, because that would have been see 2013 was the year they made it to the second round. They beat Montreal, which he was not on that team. He was in Anaheim. Was he not traded? No, he was traded. Go to transactions. Scroll up. Go to transactions. Was he? He was, oh gosh, signed in shell, traded from Anaheim July of 2013. Oh, no, you're right. He was traded in July of 2013. He was not on that team. Count so it. they brought him and they signed him. Count it. He was a big part of that 2015 team that Boy. came back. The 2016 team was not, I mean, that was, well, don't forget, the 2016 Ottawa Senators were the last Canadian team that had a chance to make the playoffs. 2017 was there. I don't, he didn't play the biggest role, but he, produced was a you know was able to help that team out and it just never panned out this was not the bobby ryan that was deking out everyone's jock straps in anaheim but now he has and i don't want to say he's going to have a career revitalization somewhere but now he has an opportunity to go somewhere and he doesn't need to be the guy and for guys at his age that can still play like a jason spezza alex look at jason spezza 700 grand and I'm pretty sure Kyle Lupus is like, I don't care how cheap that was. That was a great deal. See, but okay, here's the thing, though. One, the one thing we need to talk about, where could he fit? That's the tough part because I, I think he's got a great understanding of himself because I, as far as I know, the cap, uh, oh, gosh. Can you look up what minimum is going to be this year? I, I, the look the up, floor? No, what, no, the contract, the minimum wage. What's minimum wage going to be this year? Look up. I think what, it's going to be 700 again. Is it 700 or 750? Regardless, uh, I think... I'll look it up. Yeah, just quick look that up because I don't see Bobby making any more than that. So it's not like it's going to be a massive pull for a team to get him. Uh, so the minimum salary will remain 700000 Next year, 2021-22 okay. is when it will rise up to seven. So when Seattle comes in, a bunch of fourth liners that are going to go play for Seattle. Is Seattle going to yeah. get their own team? Seattle? Are they built? Are they building their? Oh no! Weren't they going to get a team in Florida? Their Who? AHL team in Florida. I remember there was talk I about that. I think so. I think it's somewhere. The guys but, that are signed the seven hundred fifty grand contracts will be going down there. Anyways, regardless, I like the idea of Bobby Ryan getting a chance to play somewhere that he's not well needed, but he can still. But be see, a, that's the thing, though. I think Bobby would be a good fit for a team like Seattle because. Well, that's, I, that's the problem. I, I, someone's going to have to. I think someone signed him for a one-year deal. Well, right, Bobby, but, have you, but and it's going to be a, have you problem, really though. figured it out, Bobby? Here's my problem, though. And I know it's probably going to be Buffalo. Oh, go, but look at just like oh, him just, on the line with Eric Stahl. Have the old guys cap lead. friendly up by chance. Cause I, I do. I had it. Uh, I did, but now I, now but I do. pull up cap friendly and then click the teams tab and just look at the teams. Okay. Just look at them. Look at all the logos. Tell me a team that he would actually fit or at the very least, they need a player like Bobby Ryan. If, well, go down the list. Boston doesn't need him. Buffalo could use him. Detroit doesn't. I don't want them to need them because he doesn't really need Well, Steve Yeiserman said, Alex, what do you say? He wants to put, he wants to have a team on the ice that can be competitive. 
Tell me a forward outside their top six. I'm just saying. Uh, it wouldn't Zadina be an Zadina off- is technically in their top six. Mantha, Larkin. Philip Zadina. I would like to see him. Anastasia's I mean, in Edmonton now. I Here's uh, the thing. A 750 grand contract, Alex, and a borderline roster spot. Here's the thing. Do you think he's going to sign a 750 contract? Yes. No. Jason, Spe- Jason Spezza went no, from... No, he's not. Bobby Ryan is... No, Bobby Ryan is not Jason Spezza. He Why? is not. You're right. He is Jason not. Spezza is better. Bobby Ryan understands How old where... is Jason Spezza, Ty? He is 40-something. 40 40-something. 40 so Bobby Ryan's about 10 years younger than him. He's got 10 more years of playing before he gets to 750. He's going to be making at least $3 million towards your cap. At least $3 no. million. Yes. No, he's yes. not good enough, Alex. Yes, I think he is. Okay, he's probably good enough, but he needs to show he's good enough. That's the only, why. The he's only gonna, place why I did could, Jason Spets assign a minimum wage contract? The only place I see him. Why did he? Because he wanted Be, to win. No, because he realized he that to win and he wanted the, way, to go home. the way it ended in Dallas, he was not the same kind of player that when he signed that big contract that he had. And I think Bobby Ryan realized that. Bobby Ryan needs to show that he can be worth Alex $3 million, $4 million again. Is and he that's gonna, why, but is he going to get that on a team like Detroit? No. Well, no, that's, and that's why I'm saying maybe Detroit's not the best fit. It would be for a guy to get, if he, some, if, if a guy he, to get playing time, yes, but he's not going to want to go from Ottawa to Detroit. If he goes to, to, to a place like Detroit or Buffalo, hell, why don't I even throw in New Jersey in there because he's from New Jersey, so he might take a hometown discount. Part of You your, haven't read the story of Bobby Ryan, have you? <laughs> it's not a good story. I know. But, but I'm, what I'm saying is when you play for teams like that, half of your salary is being paid to lose. See, that's why, Alex, and I say this, and I'm going to say two teams, one in each conference, and this is why I say it, because the fact that they are both in cap hell, okay. but, they ha- but they could use a player that has the opportunity to play in a limited role for cheap and produce. Okay, name off both teams, and I'll, I'll tell you whether or not I disagree. So because, like I said, cap hell, Vegas. Mm. Put them back with Mark Stone, man. Mm. I'm just saying... You put him, I mean, just saying, that's a, a team that's really together. And for a guy of his, you know, of what he has gone through, that is important to have a team that's really, hey, Bobby, welcome to the team. He can flourish under that possibility. Now, a team that I don't think has the same kind of mindset, but as we saw with Jason Spezza, it sounds dumb, but I, I read it a couple times on Twitter, but the more I think about it, the more it kind of makes don't. sense. The Toronto Maple Leafs. No, they don't need another forward. They need a cheap. No, they need. They don't need another forward. They need cheap forwards. They don't know. Absolutely not. They for one, they don't need another forward. Two, they need defenders. And three, that's why seven hundred fifty grand. They need to stop picking up everybody's trash. Jason Spence is not trash. He's a good man. He's a father. Man's got a family. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, thank sure. you. Thanks, bud. I need to understand. No, Toronto doesn't not know. What Toronto needs okay, is then Vegas, to get so, rid of some of that contract crap that they decided to mess up on. Yeah, no one's going to take those contracts in a flat cap era. I, well, okay. Buy out Tavares. They can't. Count no, you still account. Okay, buyouts, ladies and gentlemen, shockingly, Count against your cap. No. It's depleted, but it counts against your cap. So if you buy, oh, they bought out Bobby Ryan. Good for them. Means they have room. No, well, fine. They, trade they, Tavares somewhere. Trade Tavares for who's going to take on an eleven million dollar contract? Retain half. They're not going to trade their captain. Marner 
Yes. Their captain? He ain't a freaking captain. He ain't their captain. Okay, we're not why? gonna we're not doing this. Silent Joe Bob Tavares is not a captain. We're not gonna do this. They don't need a captain. Fine. Mr. Engineer. I'm gonna stick with the Leafs with Bobby Ryan okay. on the But let's look at honestly, let's look, Alex, at Vegas. Why can't we say that? Because in the West, for teams that are gonna want Calgary's gonna want to try to improve. Edmonton's gonna try to look for a bigger name. He wouldn't work in St. Louis. I just don't think that's a good situation. Nashville is an awful spot for a guy like him. I'm sorry. So is LA. LA is bad. All the California teams will not be good for him. Uh, Chicago, I don't know what the heck. But that's how I'm like Vegas. I don't know about Winnipeg. I don't think they I don't think they would want to make that move. Zona? They have maybe, they maybe. have their well they're gonna they're gonna have the space. And then, like I said, it's a minimum wage contract. But they're not going to sign Hall. Okay, Darcy okay. Kemper. For the, for the all sake of a sudden, Darcy Kemper for the sake, trade rumors galore. Tyler, for the sake of argument, let's not say he's not. Let's say that he has a bit of dignity and he doesn't take a minimum wage. Fine, minimum wage one, contract. two million. I'll give you two. Two million. Okay, I'll work with that. Let's see. Projected cap space for next year: one point one six million. No, don't forget. But that's but, but, all but, 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 the LTIR. But, 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 Go down there. There's dot. But I, I know. That's what they got. They still have Mary, Mary Jess Hosa. <sighs> That's all right, though. Well, that's why, Alex. That's why it's called LTIR. You can take. It doesn't count against your cap. I but, know, but still, that's a lot. But of they mo- finally have paid off Dotsuk and Pronger. Let's just be honest about that. But listen, they're not going to have Hall. Don't even worry about him. Soderberg. They should keep Richardson. They should not keep Fisher. They should keep Henestrosa. Why not, Alex? You say like Fisher. He's an RFA. They have to sign him. They don't have to sign up. Who's the Ilya Labushkin? Yeah, that's minimum wage. Yeah. Or 800 grand or whatever. The problem is all of a sudden I keep hearing about Darcy Kemper being a guy that's going to get traded. I'm just like, why? He's your best goaltender. You trade Ranta for nothing. You give up a seventh round pick to go with them just to kind of sweeten the pot a little bit. It's like throwing mozzarella cheese sticks in with a meal. It makes it a little bit better. But Ranta's good. Ranta's not Kemper good, though. True. Ranta does not lead a team into the playoffs. Darcy Kemper, had there actually been a little bit of slight defense there with that team, they may have won two games against Colorado. No, Poor Darcy Kemper looked like Denny Lemieux in slap shot, having post-traumatic stress and shell shock in the locker room, throwing stuff around or whatever, panicking, has to have the trainer come over and call him down. That was Darcy Kemper against the Colorado Avalanche in the first round, Alex. If they're going to trade Darcy Kemper, they better get Frederick Anderson. I'm just saying. Be still, my beating heart. Darcy Kemper is a leaf. You're welcome. A goaltender that I would like just uh, just cheer for, no matter like, he would be my James. He third, would be. He third, would be. Hold on. He'd be on, my let, James. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Because let, I have let, loved let me, Darcy let me give Kemper you a, since his time Tyler, in Minnesota. Let me get you. Let me get you an HHO real quick. A what? Hockey hard on. Oh, okay. Thirty year old goaltender. Playoff worthy. A starter. Only four point five on the cap. You don't have to worry about him for another year after next. For you know, because this is Friday's last. Up. This is Friday's last year. So you have Kemper for two. You have Anderson for one. And and he knows how to split time. And we have Jack Campbell. Is Jack Campbell for another year? Uh, yes. But I'm just like I'm going to check. But I'm going to say yes. Because here's the thing, Darcy Kemper. I just like I don't know if it's because he played for such a bad Minnesota team and made them play well. Campbell has uh one more year. One okay. more year so after next. One point six five. That's not bad at all. No. I, oh man. Then, then, 
Kemp, because here's, okay, here's, here's the, the thing, thing with Freddie. I've like I've like stood up for Frederick Anderson, but it's time. Like James, I would go through. I don't care how bad the Leafs were, how bad James is playing. Randy Carlos saying James played okay. Listen here, Randall. James Reimer was fine. You go out there and get Bernier. You shook the poor kid's confidence. That man's got a family. Now. He's got two daughters. Bobby Ryan. What? Ter- just, just kidding. Pulling you back in a little bit. Oh, yes. Bobby Ryan. Am I going to zone? It would, okay, it would zone? be. A, I, I don't think they're going to be. I, listen, if they can't bring back Hall, and if you are going to shot Phil Kessel, Arizona is not going to be squat next year. Why is it? Whenever the Coyotes. Supplement, supplement Hall with. Bobby Ryan. No, because Hall is better player than Bobby Ryan. Despite Hall not being as the same Taylor Hall as the MVP Taylor Hall. Okay, but I who's, who's I'm annoyed actu- the fact that Arizona who <laughs> is actually going to be picking up Phil Kessel for two years? Six point eight. Who? If, if Arizona, well, Arizona's got Capram, they can retain. They I, can retain, but what I'm saying is, who's going to pick that up? Because Kessel Minnesota. is a modified no trade clause, no move clause. Minnesota. Goes back. Well, he doesn't you, go. He doesn't go home. Home, but he goes to where he. Do you college. really think he's gonna go to Minnesota? Do, no. Better question. Do you really think that Minnesota's gonna pick up six point eight? Let's look at Minnesota. If they real throw quick. Darcy Kemper in, let's there. look at Minnesota real quick. Just, just for the sake of things. All I right. have. I have. They because since they got rid of Stahl, Koivu's gone. Projected cap space is eleven point nine seven five. They got okay. A lot. They have sure. space. But, but the, they I don't still know, have to sign. I don't know if they're Greenway, gonna, Galchenyuk, Sturm. Galchenyuk will be cheaper. Koivu, they're not re-signing. Sturm will Kunin's be Kunin's going to be cheap. cheap. Uh, who else did they sign? Uh, Susie is that's a UFA G6. Dubnik is a contract that you have to worry about, not this year, but next. That Doobie, is if you keep him. But Dubnik's going to be but Alex, cheap. Alex Stalock is a player that you're going to have to probably pay $2 million after his contract's done. If he plays like... I, 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 I wrote, Alex Stalock is a good player. When I, when, I wrote good, that, good pro. when I wrote the Alex Stalock story for the hockey writers a couple weeks ago, I was like, man, this guy, he deserves his chance to be a starting goaltender. I'm like, you can bring Kemper back, but I'm like, no. And I, when I did my UFA, like UFAs, they should go after. There's a lot of goaltenders going to be available this offseason. Stick with Staylock. Give Staylock the chance that he deserves. But Bobby Ryan. If Corey Perry didn't play good, I'd supplement Corey Perry with Bobby Ryan. Vegas? I'll give you, I'll give you Arizona. Vegas, Arizona, because apparently Toronto is just not going to work. Toronto doesn't need players. They just need to get rid of cap. They just, wait, hold on. They don't, you're right. They need to get rid of players, what you're saying. They don't but, need players. They need to get rid of players. So Mitch Marner's overrated. Let's jump into Austin the, Matthews. Slow. He was sick. He had COVID. The man didn't. I'm talking regular season, bud. Oh yeah. Oh, that's because he's just so uh, just because he knew it. So overpaid. Let's Tavares not a captain. Frederick Anderson garbage. Let's all right. Hutchinson gone. Fifteen. Well, Hutchie's gone. He's with Colorado, Alex. Yeah. That was a good opportunity to have a good goalie. Well, yeah, he looks good because there's a good team in front of him. <gasps> what? Hello, wife. Oh, wife. Oh, we have, we have a member of the peanut gallery for the time being. All right, so let's jump to Luke Fox's article where he talks about possible buyouts. Okay. And I and I let's let's be easy. Oh, thank you, dear, for taking care of Alex's dishes. Let's. What'd she say? Did she say? And probably. Okay. 
Well, I didn't have a dish. I had just I just grabbed the bun. Anyways, you may not so. have dish right now, but you may have dishes before and after. That's true. Luke Fox of the of sport of this of the Sportsnet. Mm. Almost said that wrong. He wrote a piece. Luke Fox jukebox on Twitter wrote a piece on possible guys that are gonna be buyouts this year. And there are some in there, Alex, that I'm like, okay. And then there's some that are be like, huh? And then there's some be like, why are you doing this? But then again, there's a lot here. So do we want to just do, because we have a couple other things to talk about. Do we want to do yes or no's or do we want to give an actual reasoning? Yes or no. And then we'll highlight like two. Okay. Well, the first one that he starts off with is Carl Alsner. No, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Alsner has not been an NHL defenseman since... When was he in Washington? Uh, twenty fifteen, I think. It's, I think it's been a while. It's been a while. Didn't he play with Green? Mike Green? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he was. Alzer's left handed, so it's a good chance. So yes, at one point Alzer was worth four point six two five AAV, but not anymore. James, real deal, James Neal. No, no buyout. No buyout. <sighs> I, 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 he holds too much value on your offense right now. I'm he, sorry. He's, he, hold, and, he's and he helping looks, hold and, together. And he looks good. It's the fact that he's making 5.75 million. That's the problem in all this. And it's not going to be like, and how are you going to explain that if you're Ken Holland? Hey, James, we're going to buy you out, but we're going to offer you a $3 million contract. He's not signing that, okay? So Kenny Holland shouldn't because of how, how he can play a role. But obviously, the role he'll be playing is not worth almost $6 million. So, so I can see why you would, but you shouldn't because he's been a key player for the Oilers. He holds too much value. Yes. Next one, Alex. Henrik Lundqvist. Yes. <sighs> one year is too many years. It's... He's done. He's done. I don't care if it's the quote-unquote right thing to do. I don't care if it's the storybook ending. Doc Emmerich, bless his soul, really spoke really spoke to my heart, you know, when he called that last Do- game. Doc just knows how to do that. When he he really spoke to my heart. Especially well, that because well, it was your canes, that's why you were watching it, but anyway. I was watching it and then and no, he's just there's Henrik sitting on the bench in what could have been his last game as a Ranger. It's time. He's done his due diligence for the team. He's helped them get along. He went he out cried like a- when Zuccarello left because you know what? Zuccarello was just the first of many. You're right, Alex. He should go. Dubnik for Lundqvist. One for one. Go back to Minnesota, play the Zook. No, it's not going to happen. I, you know. Lundqvist, at, it's, it's over. It's time. At this point, yes. If he gets bought out, he should call it because I. He is the kind of guy because I don't he he should realize he's not worth eight point five. Despite being, it's not, I don't think he's well. Listen, despite how he played against Carolina, a couple of those games where he actually looked pretty good, he's not. He can't do that consistently, and I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to pull a Mike Vernon ninety seven, not play squat, play second fiddle to the other younger kid. In this case, if you're the Rangers, Georgiev versus or uh, Sturkin, Shusterkin, Igor Shusterkin, Shusterkin, Shusterkin. He's not going to do that and just all of a sudden ride the playoff wave to the cup. No. The Rangers are not that good. It's it's tough because I he's the kind of guy that I don't want to see go anywhere else. You know? I I don't want that to happen. I don't want him to because he's played his whole career at the Rangers, and yes, he's come close multiple times, but I don't the time's up, you know. 
And he's the kind of guy that I don't want to see go anywhere. Just call it. I'm sorry. Like, that's why the... When, like, just remembering the fact that, yes, Marcel Dion was drafted by the Red Wings, but his bulk of his career was with the LA Kings. Seeing him in a Rangers uniform at the end was kind of weird. And I'm trying to think of another one off the top of my head. Gilbert Perot played his whole career at Buffalo. Probably could have gone somewhere. Probably could have been good. was good enough to get traded back to his... Broder. Oh. Thomas. Well, I don't Shop. know Thomas. Thomas was... I don't know. Broder, that was... Well, Broder wanted to get... To, he could have gotten to 700 wins, I think. Was it 700 or 600 wins? I think it was 700. Seriously? That's what he wanted? 700? He's, o- he's only eight wins away from that milestone. Martin Broder... Regardless, it wasn't worth it. It's not worth one guy saying, I want eight more wins. 691. Yeah. He was nine wins away from 700. It's not worth it. Unfortunately, especially, he realized that... He especially went, at 8.5. He went to a St. Louis Blues team that just wasn't going to help him. Yeah. So I don't know why he went to the St. Louis Blues because no, because the every other general manager in the NHL was too smart. Even Lou Lamorello, who bred that boy, he bred him from no name goaltender. Well, yes, because you want to know why Lou Lamorello looked at him. He said, I don't owe you anything. I'm not signing you. You're old. You're washed up. It's over. Lou is such a mob boss. It's not a mob boss thing at that point. It's I don't owe you anything. You you were part of the New Jersey Devils. You I were, don't owe you anything. I don't owe you anything. He would have done with his hands. I can't. I'm just saying, that. if someone gives me a general manager job, I'm going to be ruthless. So I don't care. You say yes to Longquist. I say no because he's only got one year. Okay. Give it. Let it be the swan song. Let obviously make him third to Shosturkin and Georgiev. Let those kids play, but give him the games. Give him the games that so he can get the. The proper send-off, the standing ovation, all that stuff for King Henrik. Chicago and Olimata. I say say it's not worth a buyout. Well, don't forget, this is once again another case of a contract that was signed. By the way, the yes or no thing didn't end up happening. What? At the beginning, we were like, yes or no, or should we go into each one? We're going into each one. Ish. Well, okay. You are. Well, Lundquist is different because Lundquist is a Hall of Famer. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like... James Neal and Lundqvist, we could talk about. Ali Mata, what's there to talk about? I mean, that's another contract, like I was going to say before I was rudely interrupted by you, Alex. If you were listening to me, another contract that was signed when Ali Mata was at its peak with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, listen, he's not playing a small role. He's not a nobody with the Chicago Blackhawks. He's just not worth $4 million. The question is, the Hawks, I mean, are they good? Are they bad? Do they have a chance to win? They're bad. That's the thing. Like they got in the playoffs, like Montreal, because they went twenty-four teams. Twenty, yeah. Because technically, they had a chance at the end of the season to make. I actually, I don't even know. I think they were at mathematically eliminated, weren't they? With they, Chicago, they were. Yeah. So they were them and Montreal were the two teams. Who were like, well, we got to fill two more spots. I, uh, well, I think. They, I think mathematically they were eliminated. But anyways, I, but yeah, I so they got in. That's how they were able to play well. Now, yes, he's just not worth it. Yeah, not worth it. Next one. I mean, well, the only the only argument you could say is they need defense. Save energy. They need defense. They just need defensemen. That's the thing with Chicago. They have a chance, and he's a veteran defenseman. He's just maybe worth two of those four million dollars. Mark Andre Fleury, two years, seven million. Uh, Don't buy him out. Him and Leonard are good together. They like each. They're he, good friends. They're they, good friends. They work well together. They win. They win. They How just, far did you get with everything? Oh, by the way, the Western Conference final. 
right? Yep, Western Conference, and they just ran into a good Dallas team. Yeah. They were the favorite through and through, whether Flurry was in net, whether Leonard was in net. Everybody looked at that series and said, oh, Vegas is going to win. Vegas is going to win. Why? Because, because look were. at their past history and the very, very short history that they have. First year, Stanley Cup final. Last year. Screwed. Screwed. This year? Got ran in. This close, well, man. Well, they lost in five, but they ran into Dobby at his absolute best. Yeah, you, you, you ran into a brick wall that Literally. you didn't know was there. You were driving at night with the lights off. That's what happened. No, Dobby is an invisible brick wall because Dobby is the house elf and he has magic and he knows what he's doing. Dobby is free. Uh, so no on Flurry for either. No, if, Lu- I just don't trade him. You don't, don't. You're not going to trade him. It's a great tandem if don't you could just tell Leonard. Leonard, I know what he, I know what he's making, but if you if know, they play, wanna, if they play a win, couple here, sign for two years win, for this, don't, and then we'll give you that after. It's going to be tough though. Louis Erickson, two years, 6.0. Six 6.0. <laughs> 6.0. Repeating. You nailed that one, kid. You nailed it. Buy him out. Louis Erickson. Buy him out. He's not He's not even a fifth. He, listen. He's not a fifth liner. We talked so much about the Vancouver Canucks and how good they were. How many times, Alex, did we say Louis Erickson's name? Uh, very little. I don't even Actually, know. Actually, no. The, the times that we did talk about him was like, is he still playing? I remember I, the I was, only team I was that Louis Erickson is actually good for is the Wheeling Nailers. Wow, that's who. Wow. Yes, I went for you it. You went coast on him, man. I went coast. You on just him. you just did him like that. You did you coasted him, man. Bro, I wouldn't even you put, coasted Louis Erickson. I wouldn't even put him on the Quad City Mallards. And guess yeah. who's not a coast team? The, Qua- the Quad City Mallards. They're not even a team. It's the Quad City. What are they? The Storm. Quad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Quad City Storm or something like that. Cody Walsh plays for him, my buddy of mine. But no. I wouldn't put him on the Solar Bears with Daryl Bootland. He's not on the team anymore, Alex. It was a video game. <laughs> still miss him. He was on a, I still miss Daryl. Yeah, Louis Erickson gone. I just he hasn't done anything. And they they need to sign bigger names. They need to sign on the ice number one in my heart. <laughs> was he even twenty seven with he the was Solar Bears? He was twenty seven Solar he Bears. He was twenty seven. Well he changed to twenty six for fact a year, but he ne- was twenty seven. Do you I do you think this is the fact he never signed with Kalamazoo is because he would refuse to play for his brother? Oh yeah, no, he would never play for Kalamazoo. Just I, think, I, I think he said that in an interview once. I would never play for Nick. Nick Bootland. And da- so Daryl Bootland played for the Griffins for a long time. Nick Bootland, his older brother, I think he's older, Younger. is the head coach for Kalamazoo. Long's brother is the head coach of Kalamazoo. He's been there for, oh gosh. Six years now, I think. Let's put it this way. When I was trying to find tryouts, Nick Bootland was, there, it was established. That's yeah. how long it's been. So yes, uh, yes. Louis Erickson gone. Sven Berchi. Who? Sven Berchi. He makes 3.37 for one more year. He was one of the few that opted out of the return to play. So we didn't get a chance to see him and how, but here's the, he's such a, it's the fact that it's once again, it's 3.37. If he was a guy that was making half that Berchi would look like a great hockey player. I don't know if you buy him out though. Cause if you're going to, you may lose a guy or two. You're going to lose Louis Erickson. Well, if you buy him out, you're going to lose players. You're going to need some guys there, especially role players like Sven Berchi that can play up to snuff. And if you buy him out, you're losing him. But Two play. assists in six NHL games last year. But he's a guy that can play. He can, if you give him a chance, if, if you give him a chance at a bottom six, three, third, fourth line role, he can play that role to a T. All right. I'll give him a shot. But that's just me. 
Kyle Turris, four years, six mil. Hey, can we give him that one, Alex? Do they want to? Nashville's a dumpster fire. Stay a dumpster fire. I, I you want- will always will be a dumpster fire, even when you are good. I don't like your jerseys. They were good for a hot stint, and then you went all yellow everything on them. They look bad. Your whites look better than your yellows. You're, you don't have an alternate jersey, and if you do, it probably sucks still. You deserved... Did they win in the Winter Classic? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, yes. No. You deserved the headshot from Corey Perry in the Winter Classic. 2021 Winter... No, 2020 Winter Classic. Just keep him. What's what's the point? Self- no, Dallas, because Nashville went up 2 nothing. Dallas came back and won 4-2. Okay, so you deserve to lose in the Winter Classic. Where is the buyout calculator? There it is, buyout calculator. Who am I looking up here? Kyle Turris, you said? Uh, I'm trying to figure out how much it would be, because that would be... It's they have he has it written down here. He would save the franchise four million in cap space. Oh, well, thank you. I just I just didn't like reading. I love Luke Fox, I just didn't want to read. Anyway, so I say just keep him. Four years though. Just keep him. Sell t shirts. No one wants to buy those t shirts. Unless you're gonna sell them like Joffrey Loophole, but if you bought them out, they'd be at that price. There are still Joffrey Loophole shirts in every sport check I've ever been to. Joffrey Loophole shirts. Bro, just burn them. Just burn them. Or send them to Goodwill. Ty, what do you say? Oh, Turris, I'd buy it. Just you gotta. It's the it, that is the term for me. The one year contracts, give him a shot. Four years. He hasn't been good in four years. Well, I no, twenty seventeen wasn't that long ago because he was a big part of that Ottawa team in twenty seventeen that made it within one goal of the Stanley Cup Finals. Now he ain't good, Alex. He ain't mm. good at all. Next one. Andrew Ladd, New York Islanders, three years, 5.5. I say keep him. Sure. I mean, I, I say keep him. It's, here's the thing. It, cause he, he's not Luke, bad. Luke is kind enough to put at the bottom another buyout candidate. It's Leo Komarov. That one I don't agree with because Leo Komarov, we saw how important that line was with and guys like him, Clutterbuck, Martin. We saw how important those guys were to get that team to the conference finals. Lad just doesn't play. You have to buy him out just because he doesn't play. That's that's my take on it. If he's he not going to play five games, or excuse me, four games. Yeah, he's he's not a guy I would want if he can't if he can't play. And I don't. And Andrew Lad is old. He's too old for me to to say we should. He's worth keeping, especially for especially in a flat cap era. You got to get rid of him. That's fair. Next one, Justin Applicator, Detroit Red Wings, four point two five for three years. Get him out. <laughs> buy him. Out. You know, <sighs> Mr. I may be dead, but you still got Mr. I money. Get him out. <laughs> you know it's not going to happen, right? What does he do? What has he done for me lately? What did he do during the cup team? He never he scored four goals in the regular season, I think. He, he maybe scored once in the playoffs. He never, the, and oh, by the way, his nose is messed up because he doesn't know how to fight. Get Rid of him. He is one ugly man. But busted up. He's an MSU boy. He's a he from Michigan. Go Michigan. Hi, where's Luke Glendening? 
Not with the wings. Uh, yeah, he is Alex. Is he still? Yeah, he's with the wings. He's seriously with the wings. Where is he? He's in Detroit, Alex. Oh, well, that makes it bad. He's seriously with the wings still. Yes, we should get rid of him. (laughs) He should go. Listen, and we'll talk a little bit. Just keep him down in Grand Rapids for. Yep. No. Do a Daniel Clary and bury him. (laughs) Bury Justin Applicator in Grand Rapids. I'll be for that. Sure. You get to watch Justin Advocator. Hey, Advocator, remember when you were good? Neither do I. Get on with your stupid self, Spartan. Remember no. when Advocator wore number nine? Gosh. That was when he was he was growing up in Grand Rapids. Jeff Lurg. And then he went to Detroit, and they're like, yeah, by the way, we had this guy named Mr. Hockey. Yeah, Gordy Hell. You he, didn't wear, nine. he didn't even wear nine when he was with the Griffins. He wore 19. He wore 19? He wore 19 with Grand Rapids, yeah. I remember. Who am I thinking of then? No, Advocator, he wore nine with Michigan State. I'm pretty sure he wore nine when he was with Mona Shores in high school. I think he wore nine when he was with Cedar. Who was nine then? Was it Thomas Yerko? No, he was. What number? I think it was 28 with the Wings. I don't remember what he was with the Griffins. He may have been 28 with the Griffins too. Maybe, I don't know. What a bust. But. Justin Advocator, buy him out. Buy him out, but. Bye bye. Where is he gonna go? Bye 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 bye. I'm out. Next one. Uh, Anton Strawman, two years, five point five in Florida. That contract. I'm pretty sure he signed that with the Florida Panthers. Am I? He right? did. Anton Strawman. He did, if I remember correctly. Yes, he signed a three-year contract with a five point five, and hasn't done jack. So a year in, you're looking to buy him out already. Great. Hey, Bill Zito didn't sign up for this, man. Bill Zito just like, I'm going to take this team. I'm like, oh, crap, I got to get rid of him. Well, not a bad idea. Yeah, go for it. Why not? He hasn't done anything. Well, also, too, it doesn't help the fact that you signed an overpaid goaltender. Sorry. <sighs> Highest in, paid goalie. In theory. Hi, works. my name's Joe Quinville. I put an emphasis on a good goaltender. Guess what I don't have? Just a good goaltender. Look what he won with. He won with young Corey Crawford and Nancy Niemi. 2015 Crawford was good. 10 and 13 should never have happened if they didn't have a good team in front of him. But yes, Strawman gone. Sure. Akpo- Kyle Akpozo, three years at six mil each. Go for it, man. <laughs> Let's go, Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be filling up his cap space anyways. Why not? Gape him. Let's do this. Kyle Pozo on a line with Eric Stahl and Bobby Ryan. Let's go, Buffalo. Your owners don't make sense, so why not? They make, do- they make dollars anymore? They make dollars, but they don't make sense. Oh, no, that's true. Next one. David Backus, one year, six million. Did he even play? Uh, he, played, he played 22 games. He'll only make $4 million in real money next season. Only. Man, remember when Backus was good? I remember when I was in middle school. That's how long it's been. Didn't did he get traded in the middle of this year or did he get traded over the summer? He look at his trends. Oh, you're not on cap friendly. I'm not on cap friendly. Ty. David Backus. Right above David Langwan. Uh, let's see. Transactions. All right, right for how dumb this was. He signed this contract. He signed it for with, with Boston. And it was the five-year deal, right? Five years, no move clause, but then got it waived when he got traded. Oh, no, excuse me. He, sorry. 
he got put on waivers this year and got picked up. No, he got traded after he cleared waivers. I don't remember how this all worked out. He got traded this year, Alex. Yes. You can't trade a player that went through waivers. No, People pick him up. No, if he went, no, he cleared waivers, went down to the minors, but then they traded him. So, similar to what it's Calvin, such similar a, to what ha- it's such a dumb system. Similar it's to what happened with Calvin Pickard, system. and then he went, to, then he got it's traded from Vegas system. too. Man, imagine if they didn't get rid of Calvin Pickard. Be so dumb if Vegas. I'm talking about didn't get rid of Calvin Pickard. That's all I'm saying. You can't just drop players off the face of the earth. Well, they uh, used to be able to. Yeah, but, and then they decided to unionize. Last one. Well, no, they 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 were players. Is this union. the last one? Yep. Uh, okay. John Moore, three years, 2.75 for Boston. Sure. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Here, here's what I'll say. He, John is Moore. Is Tory Krug signing with, uh, I mean, he also writes, uh, Alex, uh, Alex, this guy, Jukebox. Played, he played one whole game last year. Right. Is that what I look at? Am I looking at that? Right? I don't know. I clicked his profile. Can three I, points and 24 appearances. This season? Past season. Yes. Uh, okay. So it says. He played one game in the playoffs. Yeah, no, he's gone. Or 2.75, sure, just do it. Um, Yeah. But there's going to be more buyouts than just that, I think. But those are the big names. So what, what, did, we have a, did we have a losing record in terms of buyout or non-buyouts to buyouts? Like if they didn't buy out, it was considered a win. I think we were below 500. I don't think any of these are win-losses. It's a survive and fail. Well, let's just say this. I said Garrett of Alzner, so that's 0-1. 1-1 with James Neal. I say 2-1 with Lundquist. Wait, wait. How are you rating this? I'm saying keeping him is... I'm just going to say it's a win just for the player's sake. I'm thinking on the player side of things here. Alzner, 0-1. Neal, yes, so 1-1. One one one. One. I, say, I say yes to Lundquist, so I'm at 2-1. I'm at 1-2. I'm at Mata, so I'm at 3-1 because I say keep him. three. Keep Flurry, so I'm at four and one. Two and three. Louis Erickson, I said get rid two of. Two and four. I'm at four and two. Two and five. Berchi, I said yes, so three five and five. Five and three with Turris. Five and four with Lad. Five and five seven. with Applicator. Five and six with Strawman. Six and six with four Doc Pozo. And six and seven. Six four and eight. Four and ten. Four and eleven. You are the Detroit Lions over here. Four and four and one more <laughs> loss to go. No, because that four is still too many. No, nah, they'll win four games. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they'll win four games. Ty, they led the Bears. And the Bears beat the Falcons. Did you not see that then yesterday? the fourth quarter happened. The Falcons eh, blew we'll, another lead. Yeah, we'll just let it happen. I'll who would have thought out, Who would have thought that the Falcons would have blown a fourth quarter lead? Who would have thought? Atlanta still has sports teams? Well, the Hawks apparently still exist, and the Falcons are it. <laughs> Cause they well they have the Atlanta Gladiators, which apparently is a thing. Well, it is a thing. They're the coast team. Um, we did have a trade today. Quick, get to, that out of the way. Oh, for Pete's good trade. Brand, Brandon Peary going back to the Chicago Blackhawks for Dylan Secura. Zero money for zero money. Yes, because they're both minor leaguers now. I'm just saying Peary's going back. One for one. That's all it is. That's the only trade today. Great. Only trade to report on this episode of the Kewl Show. Maybe something on Thursday. Hopefully, we're just celebrating the cup on Thursday. I mean, we can talk about some other trades that happened. Well, I already did the... Well, we'll get to the... Did stall. you do Hornquist? I did Hornquist. Yes, I did the Hornquist one. That broke Thursday. Well, no, excuse me. It was finalized Thursday morning? Wednesday. But you know what you did, too? 
what I didn't do. Yeah, we'll get to that one later. Ah! All right, there's another trade to talk about. That's in the next segment after we come back from break. No, Fine. we're not going to get another brat. We'll do that after the show. I don't want another brat. Just, those two brats, did you? No, it's because I'm going to be eating later. You're going to eat later? I have a movie date. you got a movie date? I do. What about the beer? Well, I'll I'll take my beer. Take your beer. You're having at least one here. I'll have I'll have one beer. Good. Yeah. We'll watch the watch some of the game together. Okay, and let's see. Do we? Okay. Quick run through the contracts because we'll have, spend the last few minutes talking about Line A. We'll skip Jack Eichel. We'll I think that's kind what of what do you want to do? We'll do do the contract signings. Okay, then They're do the, the extensions. Okay, then do them. No, you say it. I talk. Okay, fine. Jeff Petrie signs four year contract extension with the Arabs. 6.25 AAV kicks in after next season. Go. <laughs> you said abs. You didn't even say habs. You just skipped the H. Abs. You got abs before you. Jeff you said for your deal. Extension with the abs. 6.25 AAV kicks in after next You're season. You're scared. <laughs> It's not a bad deal. 6.25 may be a lot by the end of the contract, but the guy played a buy him out. <laughs> well, welcome to the 2023 edition, postseason edition of the Kill Show. If we're still around by then, we haven't killed each other by then. Jeff Petrie is on the uh, buyout block. 6.25 for another year. Alex, what did by you this, get? By that point, we'll be doing this via satellite. <laughs> the, I'll, the, I, I will be in the, in the little corner being like, yeah, no, I'm just <laughs> chilling. Cedar Rapids. No, I won't be. I won't be in Cedar Rapids, Minnesota. What? I'll be probably. Cedar Rapids somewhere. is Iowa. Is that Iowa? Yeah, the Rough Riders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where the cock. Rider Nation. It's a different Rider Nation. Some. Huge Nation. If Cody Jansen, if he's still watching, he's probably like, wait, Rider Nation. Nope. Don't want Don't want Rider Die. Why isn't that a shirt? Rider Die. It probably is, Alex. Have you ever been to a Tuesday night? Bike at the score, bike night. Yeah, ride or die, live to ride. All those dumb tattoos. Live Jeff Petrie, not a bad deal. I like it. Jeff, I mean, you're from accounting. Put your vest back on. <laughs> <laughs> ride or die. Me and Marcy are riding the bike. You are the mail boy, <laughs> Jeff. You have a 401k and a retirement plan. Go home. <laughs> You just because you want to say something, just because your kids went to college, doesn't mean you can be all free spirited now. But you you have a Harley with a windshield. Shut up! <laughs> you are a school. You are a police motorcycle. Jeff Petrie. Oh yeah, good deal. <laughs> I like Petrie. I like the way he played uh, playoffs. Is such a big shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> trying to get some serious here. Shut up. <laughs> Jeff Petrie. I can't even close your damn laptop. Just go. Just go. Just touch just touch go, screen. Just Jeff Petrie was a great contract. He played big minutes for Montreal, not just in the season. Big power play unit. Played big in the postseason against Pittsburgh. Big role against Montreal. What are you doing? I'm trying to not laugh in the microphone. <laughs> just turn off your mic then, you dummy. No, I I turned your mic off for you, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Petrie is a good hockey player, and he's gonna be good for Montreal for another two or three seasons. That last year will look bad on the salary cap, but at least the cap will hopefully go up by then. 
Jeff Pager, 6.25. Why are you turning your mic on? <laughs> Robert Hag resigns to Philadelphia. Two years, 1.6 AAV on that contract, which does kick in this year, so he stays on the back end for the Flyers. And do we have enough time for line A? Um, or do we want to wait? Okay, well, here's here's what I say. Because uh, I because I, I think we'll have enough. Sam no. Gunny plays for Detroit. Hold on, we'll save what? It. You got the last half hour. For, do we want to just go to break and then come back with the Detroit Red Wings? We'll save. We'll save. Well, line a. we'll, we'll save wait. line A and Eichel for. How other about day. this? How about this? How about this? You give your take. I have a long. I got I got a lot of things to say about this. Okay, in that case, we'll do it for another day. Well, we'll save it for another day. Because we'll take a we'll take a fiver. Take a fiver, and then we'll spend the last half hour talking about wings what? hockey, Red Wings hockey, which we didn't get. Red any. Wings hockey. No, uh, you're trying to go all. Why are you going Eric Zane over here? No, I'm not trying to go. I'm trying to do like the PA announcer at Joe Lewis. Red Wings hockey. No, no, no. He. Um, or is that Little Caesars? No, maybe it's the Little Caesars. No, no, he does. The guy that butchers Houghton. He, lays Houghton. he said from Houghton, Michigan, you want to hear booze. Get a bunch of angry Michigan Houghton. type fans. Houghton. It is Houghton. 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 I've heard Houghton. Yeah, because it's wrong. Can they even see my face no more? No, they can't even see your face anymore. And I can't see my face no more. Okay, bye. Probably should turn on the mics I there t- first, t- buddy. T- well, you were yelling a lot of things that I can't play on the air. <laughs> FCC would not allow it. I gave birth, Carl. Ah! TikTok is a beautiful TikTok thing. TikTok is an awful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, puck drop's about to commence here. I should probably turn my phone on for that. Eh? Well, I mean, broadcast has started. It's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're on the Q show. Yeah. I wonder if, well, okay, so the last game started like 8.15, so we may not even, I'm probably turning this on for literally no reason. No, you're you're going to turn it on, and it's going to be waiting for broadcast to start, and then about like no, 8, no, 8 that's that's it's like 7.59 if I turn it on. If I turn it on now, it should be okay. Mm, that's what they all say. And they all say, oh, oh crap, well. we're still watching playoff hockey, and it's down in Edmonton. It's up and- in Edmonton. It's clearly up. Geography is up. Well, Ty, you said down in Ottawa the other day. Did I? I think so. Oh gosh, we have static. Oh, we, we, static. Have static. <laughs> we have static. Hold on, hold on. You shut. <laughs> okay, they were good. Okay. See, I fixed it. Oh, you're kidding me. We're getting screwed over by breaking news. Breaking news. No, oh, kick rocks. Stupid. Huh. Stupid election season. Hmm. Oh, and I tell you, I get to, yeah, that's my job tomorrow night. I get to live tweet during the debate. Good. No. You want to know why it's good? Why then you'll that? be an actually informed voter. Oh, you want it? Cause, uh, yes, because you're going to vote this year, right, Ty? You're <laughs> going to vote. You're going to be my second me. <laughs> I'm going to get two votes this year. It's going to be me and me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to vote Harambe. I don't care. I'll vote Harambe. You f- I'll be one of those. See, Ty, this is why, this is why AIDS is still a thing now. <laughs> it's because of you. Cause you're of- the reason why people get shot. <laughs> Cause I say, cause I say, oh, I'm not gonna vote. My goodness, Ugh. you should vote. It's your civic duty. Should, could, and would, Alex. Three different things. Anyways, welcome to the last half hour of the Kill Show, brought to you by Second String Leather Company and other things. Uh, My book at AG. 
Babka AG. Oh yeah, by the way, we should probably mention Zingo this. TV. You guys should check out the replay of World Hockey Report, whether you listen to the podcast from on iTunes or check out the replay on 12OunceSportsRadio.com because he had Ron Duguay on today. The old um, played for the Rangers, played for the Red Wings back in Eisman's early career, and apparently played for Team Canada, the WHA Team Canada. When okay. They, when they took on the, um, when they took on the Soviets and lost badly. Yeah. Because they realized that Gordy Howe was 40-some-odd years old and Bobby Hall was drunker than a skunk. And it didn't quite work out against the Soviets that cared. Yeah, they'll do that. WHA's like, we can do it. Those NHLers can. We're going to show them we're just as good. And they got killed. Yeah, Poor they, were, they, they were not that good. They were not that good. But <clears throat> last half hour of the show for this week on Monday. At oh, least. two things. 22 years ago today, we have two things on this date. Oh, good God. 22 years ago today, Stone Cold Steve Austin drove the Zamboni to the ring at the Joe Louis Arena to act Vince McMahon, which if you remember, Alex, Alex Riley posted this for us and made sure it was very clear. It was on a non-hockey night. Do you remember that? Yes, Ty. Best thing ever. That's why he missed the network. It's like one of the biggest moments of all time. They were at the Joe Louis Arena on a non-hockey night. No. Man, I couldn't have believed it. Also, speaking of the summit and the Canadian take on the Soviet Union, 28 years ago today, Alex, good old boy from Lucknow, Ontario, Paul Henderson scores the game-winning goal in Game 8 of the 72 Summit Series. Yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah, and I forget what the, I couldn't. I forgot who tweeted, but there was someone, there was a, I don't know if it was Hockey Night in Canada. I think it was Hockey Night. Let me see if I can find it. There's a lot of action in the chat over there. Have you been keeping an eye on that? Uh, the last thing was QuillQuest saying thank you for the plug, guys, and I, oh. I liked it. Let me look up, see if I can find the poll, because there was a poll on asking which was the bigger goal in hockey Canadian hockey history, the 72 Summit Series, Paul Anderson scoring, or Sidney Crosby scoring in 2010. Golden goal. You want to know why? So I got to put our vote in. So so for the Kula show, because I got to use the Twitter here. All right. You're going to say the golden goal? Rock, paper, scissors, Alex. I'm I say Henderson. S- I'm going to say the golden goal. You want to know why? For one, who cares that Henderson was from Lucknow? Number two, hey, does, the Hen- hey. does the Henderson goal have its own part of international hockey exhibit at the Hockey Hall of Fame? No, it doesn't. Golden goal does. I think it does. His sweater's in there. His sweater might be in there. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Winner gets That's to determine three, the vote. Single up. Single up on shoot or on so on shoot. It's always on shoot unless you're yeah dumb. Yep. Yeah. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Yeah, Henderson it is for us. Ooh, we got a close one. Twenty three two thousand three hundred sixty seven votes, Alex. There's sixteen hours left in the poll, but fifty and a half percent for Henderson seventy two. Crosby forty nine and a half percent. It was actually about that close, but Crosby's in the lead earlier. Which is, I mean, it's. That is a, I think, a recency bias, kind of, because a lot of people that are on you the... You know what, are, but, but here's the thing. Here's another bias. Ready? You ready for this? I'm ready, Alex. I'm ready for it. Henderson goal, who'd they score on? Vladislav Trechiak. Who did they score on? What team? The Soviet Union. Soviet Union in... 72. What competition series? The Summit Series. Summit Series. Okay. The Literally, the, the series to prove that the NHL okay, was better than the okay. Soviet Union. Okay, Summit Series. Cool, the, cool, yes. cool, 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 cool. So you're proving they always Sydney Crosby the scored on. Sydney Crosby scored on who? Ryan Miller. Okay, well, who has team, not been what, good. What team did he play for? Team USA. Okay. In the gold, uh, yes, in the gold medal game. Yes, of the Olympics. Oh, that's right. The Olympics. 
Something it, that is more important I, than the Summer Series. You know, I see where you're coming from, and I get it. It's true. That Historically, one, yes. That it was, one it was a thing. That it, one something that's been forever. Like the Summit Series, it only, like I said, it only happened one other time, and that was when the WHA thought they could do it. But you're right, Alex. Since then, it, it, this, I think it's, it, it's different because that goal at the time meant so much to the country because it proved that they could go up against the communist, the Iron Curtain Party, Little Canada, which don't forget, had only been a country for at that point 105 years. Okay. Well, yeah. They went in and beat the Soviets. I mean, they, they went still in, did their part in World War II, but that's, yes, that's well, neither that's, here nor there. I know. But they went into Moscow and won. And that's why the miracle on ice is such, I mean, it's a great moment. But they won it on American ice. Mm. I don't think Steven, those. Here's the thing. I'm not bullying the miracle on ice at all. Miracle I'm just on was, ice won. It, yes, it was on American ice. So yes. great. It was a great moment. I'm not going to deny that. So great. Will you quit honking your horn out there, person? We are having a show in here. That's funny. Good. Oh, now someone break. Someone's break, someone's probably breaking into a car. Out probably. There. I mean, you had a shooting the other like last week, so that's fine. There, dude. There's trust me. I report the news. There's Scoo- shootings Scoo- all the time. Oh no, there's shootings every day. It's fine. Just close the window. I know it's not my car because my car's at the shop. If we right hear now. pops, I'm going on the ground. Oh, trust me. I just hear the pops, and I just go. Well, I'm going to report on that in the morning. <laughs> it's kind of pale. Uh, Anyways, but no. Here, here's why the Miracle on Ice is far more important than Doogie Howe's scoring for Team Canada. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> Ham's fighting words! <laughs> One, they beat the Soviet Union in the Olympics. And not only that, that set them up to go and win the gold medal. Yes, Greatest moment of Olympics. Winter Olympics all time. Count it. Sidney Crosby. No. The Miracle on Ice. Period. Period. Exclamation point. Comma. Question mark? No. I. That's a debate for another day. Oh, hey, look. Martin Brodeur, the guy that shouldn't have played for St. Louis, surrounded by New Jersey stuff. Why does it get... Talking about all of his... What? Why does my phone give off such an emission that it just ruins everything? Because it's, Let me it's, try to it's an electrolonic device. Is it doing any better? No, it still has it. Screw it. It's going in front of my laptop. Okay. I don't know why. Like, it doesn't. It's never done that. So, 808, 809. Let's talk about Detroit. The Red Wings. Yes. I. Oh, look at those cufflinks. Wow, those are nice. He's got like gold. Te- those look like goaltender skates. R- Rick Bonus has got some pretty cool cufflinks on. You should everyone should everyone should follow. Here's your replay at the replay guy. Remember the one with the? Uh, he's the one that made me lose my lo- lose it when Chara got hurt. <laughs> remember Alex? No, remember because oh. he the drop and then Chara. Oh. <laughs> that still makes me laugh. You get shot in the leg. I start falling over laughing. Maybe I am Jack Edward's illegitimate cousin. Who cares? At least I'm not Jack Edwards. Right? Fair. Fair? Eric Fair? Doesn't play for the Leafs. Doesn't play for the Leafs, Alex. I understand that, but... Eric Fair? Don't play for the Leafs. Dang. Okay. Anyways, Detroit Red Wings. We're busy this weekend, Alex. Stevie Y. Doesn't With like sitting at home. 
even though he looks well, he does he does look pretty miserable sitting at home. He's got he's got the facial hair going. He's wearing the quarter zip for I he's, think one of his one of his kids' schools. I think uh, that or a hockey thing. It was blue, which made me laugh. I'm like, wait, is that a Tampa shirt? Because that would have been hilarious. No, he wouldn't wear Tampa stuff. Just cheering for the team that he built. That's problem that has a chance to win the thing tonight. Um. So yeah, no, they were active. So Sam Gagne is the first piece of news that we'll talk about. They re- he resigned uh, with Detroit, one year, eight fifty thousand, eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. For which, by the one way, year. could be Bobby Ryan's contract. <clears throat> he it could be his contract, but it's not. Gosh, at one point, I forgot Edmonton signed him for four point eight. At one point, I think Bobby Ryan could potentially go to Detroit. I just don't think that he should. I think it's one of those things that Detroit. Oh, that's right. He was trying, in, he was in the he was in the Mike Green deal that sent Mike Sam Green to Sam Gagne. Yeah. yeah, yep, that was him. Yep, that right? was part of the re- was him, right? part was the deal, which is funny because. Well, know. there was a couple of trades. Hold on, there was Anthony. C- was he the Anthony? C- Let me go to trade history. He was in. Well, Mike the, no, he was, ended up being in back in Detroit, anyways, right? Mike Green. No, he went to Edmonton. That and was stayed. Gagne was in the Anthony Sioux trade. Yeah, so there was because remember there were two separate ones, which is where the wings got Sam Gagne, and and they were they only had to retain they only had to pay two point eight three five because the contract that Gagne was under was when he signed with Vancouver after he had a career year in Columbus, so we got more money. Long story short, making less than he did now, but he got they got Detroit got Edmonton's yeah, twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. He's second making just about two million less. Well, that was what he, the wings were paying him, anyways. Now, you know, this is well, let's give some of the takeaways from Eiserman's media availability. He put he put out there, I think I've said a couple of times already in today's show, that they want to feel they want to build to the draft, build their prospects, but at the same token, they want to be a competitive hockey team. They want to and he said put it you know, feel the team on the ice. Which, yes, you legally have to. You can't just not play. So to that, the Grant, the Detroit Griffins. Hey, there were times when there were so many wings hurt that they pretty much were, and and not just last year. I'm talking the last maybe. Where's Daryl Bootland when you need him? I remember. Where's I saw, Adam Keith? Okay, now you're just digging. <laughs> Nate, give me give me former Griffin enforcer here. But I I liked what I liked. I like people that fought. Sorry. That's why Chris Neal holds a special place in my heart. Chris Neal can oh, shove it. Chris Neal is such a great man. He played for Muskegon, too. Gagne, not a bad pickup. I mean, he's a guy that can... A not a bad pickup. He re-signed. Not, sorry, not a bad reacquisition. There An extension. Go. You know, because he's a guy... I mean, you want to field some talented players, and he's not going to... This team is not going to be good, okay? If this team can finish near 500... The Red Wings are at the expectation level of the Detroit Lions. As if, long as they don't finish last. If they can finish, if the Lions can finish 8 and 8 and the Red Wings can go 81 or 81, 41 and 41 or whatever how many games they play next season. They're, that's optimistic, Ty. That's what I'm saying, but that's the goal. When the Leafs made the playoffs in 2017, the goal was, hey, Matthews, Marner, all these great guys, Anderson the goaltender, let's finish around 500. That's a win in our eyes. And it, they, they made the playoffs instead. Bigger deal. So if the Wings can finish around the 500 mark, I'm pretty sure that would be a win for them. Now, I'm not saying this team is going to draft a player in the top 10 and that's going to take their guy and they're going to put him in the lineup and they're going to become superstars. That's not going to happen, okay? 
Because, listen, Mo Sider was a top-five pick. He spent all season in Grand Rapids. Detroit's going to be very slow with these guys, okay? Because people forget Alex Mitch Marner was not drafted in 2016. He was a 2015 draft pick. That was 2014. Oh, crap. I think Nylander was 2014. No, he, no, he was 2015 because he was in the McDavid draft, wasn't he? Yes, he yeah. would have. <clears throat> the Leafs would have gotten McDavid instead yeah, of Marner. Right. That's right. But so uh, I yeah, would have been okay with McDavid, just letting you know. Yeah, guess what? You still would have been overpaid on an overpaid team. Oilers look in a better cap situation than the Leafs do. James Neal is the only bad contract on that team. I think. Well, Lucic too. No, Luke's still not even a bad there anymore. Contract, but that's not either. You know that. See, Alex, that's why you're Sam, not Peter Shirelli. Sam Gagne. So okay, uh, the Wings decided that they will not be re-signing Trevor Daly, nor will they be re-signing Jonathan Erickson. But oh, instead, oh no, oh no, Alex, not Jonathan Erickson. But instead on, of dude. having two washed up, no good, dirty rotten defensemen that don't do diddly squat for anybody, even when that's diddly squat for nothing down in Grand Rapids. Yeah, I'm looking at you, number six. Jonathan Erickson. Did he wear six when he came back down? Yes, he did. He did? Okay. He did wear number six. They ended up going for a trade. Mark Stahl to Detroit with a 2021 second rounder for future considerations from the New York Rangers. The Rangers. The Blue Shirts decided to give away one of their core defensemen that we said we didn't really like, but you know what? He looks a core defenseman. Sure, bud. He's going to be a core defenseman in Detroit. <laughs> top four. <laughs> top, <laughs> top four, baby. <laughs> top four defenseman, Mark Stahl. Woo. I'm sure he's just happy. Like, I'm just happy you're going to play again. Well, okay. No, Mark's, Mark Stahl is going to fit great with the, in Detroit because his engine is going to stall. Why? Because overpaid and awful left-handed shooting defenseman? Did you seriously miss that one? Yes. His engine is bad. I his engine's going to stall. Yeah. Yeah, I could. get get it because yeah. his name's Stahl. So let's look at okay. So right now, currently, the Detroit Red Wings have four defense. They have a lot of contracts. <laughs> so yeah, they have currently. Okay, let's let's look at the contracts that they so are hold going on. To let's sign. go. Let's let's break down the Erickson and Daly. so Daly. He's only been there. I, I feel in the back of my chair. I'm like you guys can't see me. Over. Bye everybody. I'm like Cam Newton. Alex, I'm Cam Newton. Alex, am I doing this right? Cam Newton. Why do you have crappy socks? No, I'm doing the. Thing he did Sunday. Like, oh, crying? No, it just falls down. It falls down a seat. Anyways, I was getting to a point somewhere where Wes McCauley is calling the game, which means it's going to be a... Yeah, wait, they're having McCauley and Sutherland? Oh, boy. Yeah. They got the big guns out there on the refs tonight. Oh, they really know it. At Scout and the refs on the Twitter. Follow that. How many times I was think on this program, whether it be the original rendition of the Kula show... This rendition of the Kewl Show, the Kewl Podcast, video, non-video. How many times did we say Jonathan Erickson was a bad hockey player? Uh, combined, 28. 28 times? Probably. I don't know. Give or take five. He was uh, not good. He was good. He was good. That was when he signed that ridiculous, was it, six million, five? It was. He was good when was he like, won the cup. Oh, that's right. He was on the team. He was on that team. He was on that. Was he on that? He did not start the season on that team. He ended up going in. I think it was. Uh, he, he was a he was a playoff call up. I know that he was uh, late February was when he got called up to the wings and he stayed there. Yes, 
And I stayed there through the playoffs, won the cup. And yep. I, I mean, he had a decent career just towards the end, like the rest of the team, like his buddy, his partner for a long time, Cronwell, fell off. They just, the whole team fell off. Cronwell. So, yes, you can look back and like, oh man, it was an awful career or whatever. Listen, you still have Danny to Kaiser for two more years. It ain't over yet. But let's go through the defenseman they have. They have Mark Stahl, 5.7. 5 million for, one year. for DeKaiser. Nemeth, 3 for one year. And Alex Biega. Did he play for Grand Rapids? Uh, no. <laughs> it must he have like not. that. He's 32 years old, so I don't think so. He did not play. But before I guess, before we get to the rest of the guys they have to sign, I like, listen, people are harping on the wings for obtaining defensemen. But they were able to get a defenseman that can just play in the NHL for a season. And they got a second round pick in next year's draft. They literally did. They literally received what in, in essence terms of what the setup was, what the Canes would have gotten for Patrick Marlowe had they not bought him out. They got a first round pick and a player. Now, yes, they'll, instead of what the Canes did, where they just bought out Patrick Marlowe, they'll probably actually keep Mark Stahl. Detroit will. They will. But they instead, but they get a draft pick for him for future considerations, which literally could be, uh, give Cond- me a conditional set. Caden Fulker, Fulcher for the Toledo goaltender. They could probably give him that if they wanted to. Jimmy Howard. No, Jimmy Howard's UFA. You don't have to worry about that. Just sign the deal and then give him to him. No. Future consideration. Here's your. Yeah, here's you're your. Ne- give, you're going to give the Rangers another old goaltender. Here's your next wash up goalie. Hartford stacked. Lundquist and Howard. Hartford starting goaltenders. Are they Hartford, the Hartford Wolfpack? That's their goaltending is going to be con, is going to be made up of ten million dollars. They're still yes, they are. No, they were. I'm like, are they still a team? Because there's so many NHL teams. That are no, they around. are. But so I mean, it's not a bad move. And once again, Steve Eisman, they want to build through the draft, but they want to have a team. And and listen, Mark Stahl, yes, he's not been good for a long time. That's my core. That I, I know. Used. I'm just okay. looking at. That is a move that they, you just, you have a guy in there that can kind of help show the young kids, hey guys, I've been in this league a while because he was the third stall brother. To he's make only it. three years older than Danny DeKaiser. He's not really that old. No, he just has fallen off. He's the youngest of the three. At least that made Trevor Daly and Erickson are three years older than he is. I hear a lot of barking out there, and I'm. Your wife. What's going on out there? Your wife is barking into the face of your dog oh, to okay. try to convince her that she is annoying. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that works. I'm sure. I'm sure that'll work out. Well. I'll let you decide who I was talking about when <laughs> I said she's annoying. <laughs> hey, hey. hey, she made your brats, buddy. No, we're on good terms right now. <laughs> uh huh. So, the Red Wings what they have left. So, long story short, Erickson, it's about darn time. Then again, they just wait until the end of his contract daily. Okay, no fanfare there. Mark Stahl, yes, bad defenseman, but you only have one year of him, and then you actually have a draft pick that came with him, and you could literally give him a bag of pucks that were owned by the Toledo Walleye five years ago. Nobody would care. You could hand them Jeff Lurg for no reason. I just don't know why. I don't want to say Jeff Lurg. He's one of the few players actually no play for Toledo. But let's go through the contracts they have to sign. All right, do you want want me to name them off, or do you want to? I'll name them off. So, the contracts that you need to sign. Adam, we say need because they're restricted free agents. True. Uh, Adam Ernie, Tyler Bertuzzi, Anthony Mantha. All arbitration Dimitro Timoshev. Timoshev. Is it Timoshev? Timoshev, yep. Okay. 
Uh, Kyle Brodziak is a UFA, but you could sign him. Just give him something. Million dollars. Uh, Million dollars and free Little Caesars. Brendan Perlini and Christopher N. Both RFAs with arbitration rights. And also, you are going to need to get uh, Chris Terry back. Please and thank you. Chris Terry, no. Okay, he's on. He's Chris down there. He's on the non-roster, is he? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's a UFA. Oh, come there, here, Mutluck. Oh, there's a puppy. Wixie girl. Come no, here. She's me. sitting with me because you freaking keep showing her off like a dang trophy. She's just a dog. Oh, look at the butt wagon. There she is. Ladies and gentlemen, look at Wixie. Oh, it's no, Wixie. I'm hiding her. It's Wixie. No, let everyone see the doggy. Everyone loves to see Wixie. She'll eat your laptop. No, she won't. She'll, she, yeah, she no, won't. she won't. Don't let her bite the Sharpie, you turducken. She's fine. Fine is a four-letter word that starts with the letter F. And you know what all starts with the letter F, Alex? Foul, because that's what she likes to go after. You know, it also starts with the letter F. Food. Philip. Ronick. You said four. I said F. Philip. Philip. Oh, we were going on that. I thought we were sticking with four-letter word starts with the letter F, because that's wrong. Oh, I'm bleeding. Sorry, I must have cut my toenails. I just noticed. Good my, job. I look down. Hey, look, I'm bleeding. But, and they have Madison Bowie, who's an RFA. Cody, you want to try that one there, bud? Um, Gulabeth? Gulabeth? Goulash. Goulash. Cody Goulash. And um, I don't even think that's a person. Jimmy Howard, yes, is a UFA, so I don't about signing him. They have Pickard and Bernier. All right, ladies. That sounds good to me. Who's ready for 10 wins in a 50-win season, 50-game season? I mean, that's really all you got. That'd be fine. Bernie just has to not get sick, and Calvin Picker just has to, you know, be Calvin Picker. Because you have to sign Tim a shot. You got fi- to sign all the RFAs. Obviously, Mantha's going to be a big one. Bertuzzi's going to be a big one. Timishov, he's good. Adam Ernie won't be an expensive one, but the two big ones there are Bertuzzi and Anthony Mantha. There's no question about it, because those are your two... I'm not going to say breadwinners, but those will be your two guys that are going to be important. <gasps> Wixie, baby. <gasps> you give Uncle Alex a kiss? You can give him a kiss? Not the mic. Not the mic. Don't bite the mic. Good girl. Good girl. Can I have a kiss? Did Daddy get a kiss before you go? Oh, baby. Look at you. So... Oh, oh, you're so cute, baby. Yeah, can we have I have six minutes. Can I have a kiss? <laughs> oh, dang. We only got six minutes. Can I have a kiss, Wixie, baby? Wixie, can no. I have a kiss? Why not get a kiss? Why not get a kiss? You You have an ugly face, sir. After all the love I've given you, is that better? Can I have a kiss now? Can I have a kiss? Can I have a kiss, Wixie? Can I have a kiss? I'm not going to let you go until you give me a kiss. Your face smells like a municipal garbage disposal. You had two brats, too. I smell pretty, though. No, you don't. Come here. Can I have a kiss? 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 Give me a kiss! I smell good. Why? Look at her butt. Look at the corgi butt. Everyone sees the corgi butt. This is gonna don't don't be don't hit my don't you hit my smack do- that booty. You hit my doggy booty. How dare you? What? This is your niece. How dare you? She's a corgi. Her butt is designed to be thicker than a boat of oatmeal. <laughs> right? I don't know if I can ever have oatmeal again. If she, if she was a dinner, she'd be thickeroni and cheese. Ugh. See, now you're just ruining it. Oh, she no! I'm not. Oh, she'd be that. peaches. Oh, I thought we were going to say that. And our hey. viewership has hit zero. No. Hey, at least I I didn't I wasn't nasty about it. Didn't say peaches and cream. That's just that's just wrong. <sighs> Why did you bring her in here? Did she come to the door? Or you actually brought her in here. She actually came to the door. 
she has a problem where she likes to come through the door. We should probably wrap this up for our good boy Randall. It's probably waiting on right now. Yeah. Right now the game has started. We are three twenty three into the first period. Zero zero between the bolts and the stars. Shots are one to nothing in favor of Tampa. So just in case anyone's curious. On that note, Wix, who do you, okay, Wix, all right, here we go. Alex, two hands, give me two, or two fists. All right, so left fist, right fist. Left fist, Alex, will be, what do you want the left fist to be? Uh, this is going to be Tampa. Tampa? Oh, wait, you know, Kelly, go quick, go grab, go grab a treat, go Tampa. grab a treat. Go grab two treats, one for each hand. We have enough time for this. All right, this is, this is history-making <laughs> streaming here. <laughs> you're about to, you're about to, you're about to determine. Cup. Winner. All right, All right, so we have I'll two see. treats, one in each hand, okay? One. Nope. Nope, she can't smell them. Okay, Here, so yeah. smell, smell. Yeah, cool. So left hand. Left hand is the bolts. Left hand's nope. the bolts. She'll still pick it. Left hand is the bolts. Right hand is stars. All right, left hand is Tampa, right hand's Dallas. Which one does Wixie pick? I think that was stars. Actually, no, pull, no put, put both out. Put, actually, put the treats out. Put okay. The, Stars, right. bolts. All right, here we down. go. You hold on. You have to hold on to her. All right. We have the decision here. You guys can't see it, but we'll... Oh, hold on. You got to put them down. Well, yeah, pull. She goes for the stars. You <laughs> leaned her towards the stars. You turned her to the right. Wicks this no thing is best. rigged. This is rigged. I I am over here. I, you know what? That's it. I am... Here's, I am going to consolation prize. I am going to protest this to the dog picking selection committee of... There's, hey, Kelly. Hey, it's Kelly. How do you say hi, Kelly? Kelly's actually in the picture. Wait, no, you're not supposed to say. Oh gosh, working with a bunch of loonies here. Gosh, Almighty! On that bombshell, up next on Twelve Ounce Sports, we are going to be talking minors with the Rando hashtag TKS at the Keel Show for any and all stuff that you'd like to talk about during the break. Make sure to check out Tyler on Thursday with the Quick Shift edition of the TKS. last Quick Shift edition. Oh gosh, the battery's going. Kelly, quick, plug it in. Where you probably just go. Oh, gosh. Goodbye, It's going to die. Goodbye, everybody, at the Kilo Show. Woo! We did this at the perfect time. Goodbye, everybody.